because Arietta was kicking ass and taking names. <laughs> no, be, no better, no better reason. He's he was he was kicking some ass. He deserved to to keep going out there and leading the way for us. Because Arietta was kicking ass and taking names. <laughs> no, but no better, no better reason. He's he was he was kicking some ass. He deserved to to keep going out there and leading the way for us. For advertising opportunities for the following show, email us at cornerpubsports at gmail.com. It's time for the best pubcast around, Corner Pub Sports. The gang is all here gathered around the bar to bring you their opinions on the latest sports topics while drinking their favorite brews. Follow the gang on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Corner Pub Sports and on cornerpubsports.com. You can also join in the conversation by texting 267-277-3406. Now, grab a cold one, sit back, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the pub. This is Lenny Dykstra Nail coming at you listening to Corner Pub Sports. Corner Pub Sports. Brought to you by Wildfire Radio. Welcome to the pub Friday night, favorite night of the week. Corner Plus Sports coming at you live here on Wildfire Radio and on cornerplussports.com. Of course, if you download it on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, Satchel. Thank you so much. We are Corner Plus Sports. I'm Sean. Ryan. What's up? It's Mike. No, we're not, we're not loud at all. Let's get fucking loud. How about the Sixers? Let's fucking go! Uh, Come on, this is all somber and shit. Stop fucking stuffing food in your face, Ryan. Let's fucking go! 10, 9, 8, 76 Here we go. Garrett, basketball? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh. We're playing basketball. I got a basketball, Jones. Hey, Gary. Did you yes. eat a lot of paint chips when you were a kid? <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on, everybody? Uh, no, he just picked cockroaches up and petted them. <laughs> <laughs> did you really? He did. It's true. Oh, that's just... He did. He, he came into it's my, true. No. He, he came into my mom's room one day, and he had one on his finger. He's like, look, Mom, and he's fucking petting it. <laughs> Dude, that's, mom, just, that's pretty funny. That's my, my, my mom said, where the fuck did we go wrong with you? <laughs> do you have a list that long? <laughs> that's just weird. The cook rocks. He only fucking kick, kills him. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, he's, you know, Cockroach at least he wasn't whisper. afraid of him. Cockroaches. Yeah. Whisper. Roaches. <laughs> sure, none of this will actually kill the roach, but it will give him something to think about. <laughs> well, in uh, next week. Next week. That's right. 
One week from today. We're going to be joined by... Hey, this is Jason Martinez from 97.5 The Fanatic. Oh. Yeah, Jason Martinez. That's awesome. Is going to be joining us at Naked Bruin for our anniversary show. And you've been in contact. It's still all good? Yeah, all good? Sounds like it. Sweet. Sounds like it. That's um, awesome, man. So uh, we're going to be outside. It's, the weather is looking good. Nice. Uh, it's, it looks like it's going to be in like the low 60s. Be perfect out there. No, perfect night to do outside podcast. This is going to be a fucking ball. That's going to be awesome, man. We'll, have, we'll be under the tent. Uh, they're going to set up tents for us and stuff. Sweet. And uh, we have a lot of uh, stuff to give away. Uh, you know, I don't want to – I haven't said what it was. But we got a, we got a few things to give away. And it's going to be fun. Awesome. Uh, I have a game in, in mind that I talked to them about. So they're going to be uh, coinciding with us on the, on the game. It's going to be nice. a lot of fun. It's going to be a good time. So, good um, deal. So some uh, great beer. There's going to be a food truck. Uh, special guests, as I just said, and, uh, and and some prizes and giveaways. So it's a big deal for us, man. And we're in our fifth year, so yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so all the all the hockey heads, I know the Flyers aren't in it, but definitely got to come out and see Jason. Not that he doesn't know his shit on the other sports too, but you know. Yeah, it'd be awesome, man. It's gonna be a really, really good time. Uh, it actually be if you know things playing, you know, work out that way. It'd be our first, like, like you know. I don't want to big time, but like you know, big guest that's coming on in person. In person, for absolutely. Show. Yeah, so absolutely. We and, have the, and the plans. NFL draft's going to be on during the uh, during the show, yes. so you yeah. actually will be day, analyzing that. It'll be the second round. Yeah, we have two. Dude, picks, we got though. two picks in the second round. What the fuck? Yeah. Eh, what? Yeah. 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 So on tonight's show, we have uh, Ed Kratz. Ed Kratz will be joining us. Nice. Uh, Eagles beat writer. We've had him on a few times. Super nice guy. Right now he's writing for the Sports Exchange, so he'll be joining us tonight. Uh, we're going to talk some Phillies. We have some hockey stuff. The Flyers hired a new coach. Yeah. Uh, and Eagles talked. Schedule was released. Yeah, we were going through the text thread yeah. on the, the hockey thing, too, and uh, that should be interesting, an interesting discussion. Yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, But let's start off with a uh, little team. little team uh, doing pretty well right now. You know what I meant to say, though? We don't have a good basketball intro. Yeah, we do. You gotta get AI or someone. Yeah. Well, I mean, AI would be a fucking huge point. That'd be awesome. But. So Gary's gonna go quiet for the next half hour. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know who we could get. Like, who would be a good basketball player? Clarence Weatherspoon. No, the practice. Bob Cooney wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Think of Bob Cooney. The practice ring. Practice. Yeah. Just open that up. Um, so yeah, here we go, man. Sixers up two to one, but should we? No, 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 no. We're gonna start this with the, first. the average guy. Yeah, the we can do that. The average guy. The average guy. The average guy. The average player. The, the yeah. guy that doesn't take to coaching and doesn't bend his knees. Yes. Sta- the, the one that Dud- and, Dudley called out said yes. he's average. He's and an there was a poster player. up. He's missing and, and, in and, Brooklyn. And, yeah, and he um, apparently. Um, you know, went out and party, couldn't play that, the game 67 right. of a, that, that's a whatever com- city it may be. That's going to be a completely different topic because we got to get into that. Oh, we will. But Ben Simmons completely, game two and three, well, the second half of game two and game three, completely controlled the game. Complete, he was unstoppable. He's, he's a really good player. I mean, and, like that's – what it comes down like, he's a fantastic player. Can has the ability to take over a game, and he did that the last two games. And he, I, I, there's one thing he doesn't do: it's jump shot. He doesn't take a jump shot. He does everything else. He does everything else for your team. He steals. He blocks. 
He rebounds. He passes. He does everything else for you. He drives to the basket when he feels like it. And that's the that's that's why I that's say why you consistent. Say, well, that's good. Let's, He's let's, twenty two years old. Gar, I love you with all my heart. But when you say this kind of shit, you sound like the fair weather basketball fan well, that doesn't know well, he shit. Is. Well, he is. <laughs> he kind of is. He'd, right. he'd admit that he probably That's doesn't know right. right. Stop focusing on what he doesn't. He's 22 years old. A basketball player in the NBA does not hit their prime until they're 26, 27 years old. I had a nerve problem. Yes, because I, the, you're not the only one I hear it from, and I give you, I take you with a grain of salt because you admit you don't know basketball. Shut the fuck up. Look what he's done. And you know what? I almost, shut the fuck it up. almost yeah, looks no, like... He's not telling you. He's you telling people, people right, like... General. You got people like... I want to trade him. Spike and Howard Eskin. Oh, who, my God. No basketball, allegedly, and just rip on him just for the sake of ripping on him. Jerk-offs. And I want to say, it almost looks like we want to thank the Nets. Because oh, absolutely. for two games, absolutely. this might be the thing that pushes him to the next level. I agree. I agree. So... Well, well, I mean, it, we start it started. With, it started start, with. It started with us building. Why don't we start with game one? Yeah, yeah there we go. Yeah, it did. So yeah. game one last Saturday. Since the last time we did our show, game one was an absolute disaster. Absolute disaster. Scared what, the shit out of me. One of the worst games I've Dude, ever seen. Ryan immediately texted, "They're done." I'm like, "Fucking Ryan, calm down." I was so pissed off, man. The I let the emotions get the best of you. You went down the way, Dave. The fatalists. I did. But you're usually not a fatalist, though. I'm usually not, but, but you're usually the one that's like, yeah, down, all right, calm down. I was down the shore with my girlfriend. We found a Buffalo Wild Wings. We stopped in to get something to eat because she knew I wanted to watch the game. I'm watching. I'm slamming the table. I'm punching the seat. Like, it's what the fuck is going on here? You behaved that way in front of your old lady. I did. Well, he wasn't wrong on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that place. I do hate it. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a horrible place. How's their wings? Oh, they suck. Yeah, yeah. yeah they suck. Yeah, they're just like, you can tell it like came from a freezer. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan. Not a fan. But anyway. Um, they, they never have any special. No, nah, no. Nah. They don't give a shit. They don't give a shit about the, the hungry man. They literally like promote the shit out of the, uh, the NCAA tournament. And then you're like, hey, what special you got? Oh, we got the games on. Oh, like, oh thanks. Go into uh, a corner bar and yeah. Yeah. Serve bar? Joe, and you know, Joe's Shit Shack and have beers so another and thing about the, Another thing about <laughs> that. So we're not getting sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings anytime soon. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> another thing about that. Fucking we were there. Bags. There was the NHL playoffs going on. There was NBA playoffs. And the one TV, they had a fucking baseball game in Kansas City or something. Who the fuck cares about that game? <laughs> maybe, another playoff game maybe, on. Maybe not. Like, I'm Maybe Danny Tartable was in the house. City, she got whiskey in her titty. <laughs> um, Remember the lady from Bunker Hill? Oh, yeah. She won't do it, but her mama will. That's right. <laughs> uh, so, let's, yeah, Saturday's game was a disaster. Absolute disaster. It was it was horrendous, man. Absolutely horrendous. It Joel Embiid did not look himself. He no. shouldn't have been playing. He obviously there, there was no reason for him to be out there in exchange. For the first two minutes, it looked great, and then it was just awful. Tobias Harris was horrible. Simmons yeah. was horrible. The yeah. Redick was horrible. The entire yeah. team was a, the Jimmy only Butler. Guy, Jimmy Butler was a killer, man. Jimmy Butler showed up, and that's what 
you know, when we go into regular that, season, we're like, hey, man, it would be nice if, like, Jimmy Butler just comes alive in the playoffs. And he does. But and the interesting they, thing about it was that, that was – Jimmy Butler might have been a better asset to the team the other two games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, like, like yeah. he peeled off. He was more of a decoy. Right. And, and th- that's the thing. Like, like, I think he's gotten a bad rap. I really do. It really seems like this guy's willing to it's do so, whatever he's got to do to win. It's so media driven. It is. That whole thing. He, all right, so look, There's Chicago, so much he never had any problems. Fucking crazy. He never had any problems in Chicago. No. None. They trade him because they were rebuilding. He goes to Minnesota, and Minnesota's a shit. It's a shithole. You know why he got traded out of Minnesota? You know why it didn't work in Minnesota? Because Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony right. Towns are We're soft. Right. right. That's why. And he saw, and he was calling everybody out. Right. And that's and, what he does. And he's like, right. Because you look at that team, they're, they're, they're a pile of shit. Yeah. So he wasn't he wasn't wrong there, but I hate that. Like, oh well, you know he they, he's a bad teammate. They wanted, bad. Wiggins was what w- Wiggins was supposed to be. Was, what Ben Simmons is winless for Wiggins. Yeah, like that. That was the year we drafted Embiid. Embiid. Yeah, yeah we wanted Wiggins. Right. Yeah, yeah, but we got the third pick. Like, uh, right. Uh, I mean, we'll get into that. But well, it would actually well. if, if Embiid was. Wasn't hurt. He probably would have went first, and then he would have had Wiggins or won. somebody else. What, yeah, Parker, some, Parker, Jabari Parker. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Christ, good thing we dodged a bullet on that one. Yeah, you got that right. But then you know we had the opposite effect when it came to Markel Fultz. Wiggins old, yeah. or Jason Okafor, Jason Tatum. Or, He's still under the bridge. Yeah. yeah, but who? Yeah, but in hindsight, Re- look remember at, the Okafor thing. D'Angelo Russell would have been nice. Yeah, but he was taken before us, wasn't he? Well, I know that's what I'm saying. And then or Porzingis. Yeah, yeah, what about Porzingis? Porzingis. Now, now he's he's he might be going to jail for raping <laughs> uh, a girl. Well, that's true. And 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 he's missed the last two years. And they drafted Okafor. It was the right pick at the time. We thought so. Right. We it thought that Fultz was the right pick. Too. It was like that. That was the guy they identified as as the one that they needed for their team. So they went and got him. Like they did what right. they had to. Like you can't look at it now, like what it is now, and say they made the wrong pick at the time. That's what they. Everybody on this panel agreed that Markel Fultz yeah. was the guy to go get. Not everybody. Yes. Yeah, well, you your didn't. opinion didn't matter at the time because <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. I don't think he had an opinion. <laughs> so, I so that game. You didn't even know who he was when they drafted him. So that game. Happened. You were the only other guy calling him Markel yeah. Fultz. <laughs> that game. That game happens on Saturday. It's an absolute shit storm. I mean, media here went nuts oh before God. that Monday night game. People oh my going, God! They were like, "Oh, they, they got to change everything." Blah blah blah. Uh, they're, they're done. They're like, Jesus. "Well, I will say this: there was there was catastrophic flaws in in the schemes because you know the, the Brooklyn Nets come out. They look. They don't do anything special. They run a freaking pick and roll. They and, shoot and threes it, like nobody's business, though, man. But but they, they run these pick and rolls to to establish right. you know to get these openings, and you can't adjust during a game to figure that right. out. And then, meanwhile, on the offensive side of the ball, yeah, he had a probably seventy percent Embiid. Um, I don't think he was seventy, but he might not have been seventy. You're right. <laughs> he he, and he still ended up. He was about eighty percent for the first had, two minutes, he and then like he was nineteen 30. and twelve. Yeah, he still did okay statistically, but he didn't look like himself no, at all. No. Um, but they were they were basically welcoming you inside because they were like, all right, we're gonna leave. You remember, we're gonna leave Ben outside. What's he gonna do? He ain't gonna shoot. We know he ain't gonna shoot. The Nets said that he ain't right. gonna shoot. And let's give credit where credit's due. Um, Brett Brown turned it around. Exactly. Not to Seuss all of a fucking sudden, but uh, Brett no, Brown that's turned it around. The, that's the point I was going to make right at the, like, 
right now, the last two games, Brett Brown's been an outstanding coach. Yeah, and he never gets the credit. He always gets shit, but he never right. gets the credit. So, you know, like kudos they, to you for, like, pulling. Like, yeah. Ben Simmons has been great, but they've won these last two games because of Brett Brown. Well, Ben Simmons has been good because Brett Brown figured out a way to get more spacing. Right. Yeah, they may pack the, you know, pack the, uh, the paint against him, but Ben Simmons could be more effective because everybody else is spread out and allowing him to – still be creative and get to the rim and, and not have, like, three guys converge on them mm-hmm. because the other two guys are standing there, like, holding their dicks, like, in yeah, the paint. Seems like a coach that's lost a locker room, doesn't it? Seems like it. No, yeah. yeah, that too. It, it, really, it really turned around, though, man. Because, like, you were expecting a dominating performance and you got that Monday night. I mean, you got you that. Did. Ben Simmons, from the first possession, Ben Simmons is like, I'm going to drive on you. And boom. He stop drove. me. Yeah. Try to stop me. They can't. Now they can't. They can't. It's done. Like, like Reddick got hot. Tobias Harris, thank God. I don't see. I don't, Yesterday, yeah. I don't see them even if they MB doesn't play. I don't see them losing another game in the series. They, I don't. They oh, outmatch. You, you, you they're such a bad matchup for the Nets. They are. They, they really. I think, I, despite what Brett Brown said before the series start, I think he was just talking coach talk, mm-hmm. giving him credit. If you play the game plan that you're currently playing. They're not going to be able to stop you. They, However, I will say this. I will, what, what I will say is we played our asses off the first half of both games. And the first half of the first game, or the second game, we only were up one because they shot the light out because they jack up threes. And when they're hot with threes, they could win a game. Remember what happened, Mike, at their halftime when Brett Brown went off. Right. And then what happened at the end of the second half, or at the end of the first half of the second game, when all of a sudden it was down to like four or something, when they came and made another run, I'm just saying that I'm not saying that they're going to lose the series. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Right. All I'm saying is that like the Nets are capable of stealing this this next game. I I mean I'm not I yeah I, I don't I'm not saying that they don't win in six or they can't win in five, but I could see them winning. I, I could see them. I don't. Game. I just don't think I, that's basketball though. Like basketball right. is like it, it's a streaky sport. Yeah, when you hit three when they hit their shots. So I'm just saying that it's not a you know. I think it goes six. You look around on the other playoffs. Like there's no huge blowouts. I mean, there's a couple here and there. The Clippers end up coming back on the on the Warriors, but yeah. then the next game the Warriors blew except, out except Milwaukee. the Clippers. Milwaukee is destroying the Pistons. Which, they are. Okay. It's not even a contest. Which they. Should they be. should, I mean, especially so without Blake team. Griffin. Yeah, they're so much a better team than that. So, all right, so that's the one and eight. You know, it's been a series through two games so far. The Toronto, Toronto and Orlando. Oh yeah, yeah, it's been a series. That's uh, they're, love they're playing Orlando game four game. tonight. We would get Orlando in the second round because game of three yeah, and the Spurs and uh, Nuggets. That's been a good series too. Spurs and Nuggets have been a good one. Um, yeah, with the white, the what's the name, white, the the player for the Spurs, man. He was he dominated last night. He put up like. 32 or something crazy like yeah, that. Yeah, the Spurs are up 2-1 in that, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they're the, they're the uh, what, 7? Seven? 7 seed. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a shocker there, man, because I thought the Nuggets would have pretty much wiped them off the well, map. the Nuggets but. are a young team. Um, Going against a veteran coach. A veteran the coach. Young, Greg, the, Greg Popovich is, like, the, yeah. for all his antics that you don't like, the way he acts like a douchebag a lot, he's an amazing coach. It was fun. Did oh, you see yeah. him last night, the press conference? He's like, so, man, I forget his name. Devin, it's not Devin White, something like that. But they're like, oh, yeah, is he pretty good? He's like, or you know, how would you judge his performance? He goes, you watched the game, didn't you? Yeah, he's such and a then dick. He, and then he kind of laughs. Like you see him laugh. Uh-huh. He goes, nah, he's he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Like he he did loosen up a little bit. It was it was pretty funny though. 
but he did very like very stern. So you, you great watch, Popovich. You, you watch the game. He, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, getting back to the Sixers, man, I I just feel, um, as long as Ben Simmons stays in this spot in this mindset, they have no answer for him. I don't None. see. I don't see I don't how see. they. There's. It's such a bad. That's what I was trying to get at. There's such a bad matchup. No matter who you put at the five, which leads to the next question. And my, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's good. But, and Mike, like the point you made. Yes, we were up one at halftime in game two. <laughs> we're up four at halftime in game three. <coughs> Karis Levert last night yeah. shot like seventy-one percent. Right. That's not going to happen again. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's the first both games. It that doesn't go in there. I mean, the the first game they shot crazy, or the, I'm sorry, the second game, the first game that the Sixers won, they shot crazy from three, and that's that's how they only ended up down one. Now, are they going to be able to do that for the entire game? That's going to be tough, but I don't know. I, I, it's all right. The, so the, the Sixers might start smelling themselves a little bit. I can see them. But, I but, hear what you're saying, but my point, like after halftime of game two, right? The Sixers dominate. They scored the most. Uh, points in a playoff game in franchise history. Yeah. They scored 51 in the third quarter. Yep. Right? And then game three, Brooklyn hasn't had a home playoff game in what, five years? 2015, I think. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so four or five years. So they were amped. Yeah. So right. they shot well in the first half, and then the Sixers dominated the yeah, second half. Shot right. well. Got it all over my shorts. And that was the end of it. <laughs> exactly. Shot so, their load, and it was over. So I think the Sixers have taken the Nets' best Sounds shot. Like good Friday night. That was the Nets in the first right. half. I think they took their best shot, and they're up 2-1. Like, what What do they have to lean on? Although home. the Sixers have been playing well. I mean, they should go home with an empty Tobias Harris shot crazy. J.J. Redick shot crazy. The Harris was those six guys for could, six. Those guys could get cold, and they but, could lose in, a game But there in game too. two, though, like, they scored 145, right? And right. they only had eight three-pointers. Thank you. They they rarely went for the three-pointer. All, most of their points were within the paint or just outside, you right. know, maybe a 15-footer or something like that, and or 12-footer, you know, whatever. But, like, you, you're able to establish that part of the game, and they can't stop you. And then last night you did the same thing. Now, you, you did get a couple threes here and there, but it was the same game. It was drive them inside, dare you to stop me, and they can't. Right, and right. you're frustrating them. Dude, Ben Simmons. That, he's average. That, uh, yeah, he's just average. He's average. He's just average. Well, in the um, half court, he's average. Yeah, but, he's average. no, he's... Oh yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's just average. Fucking stud. Yeah, he's, he's just weak. average. Yeah, so uh, but that leads to the question. I was asked this. I did a Periscope before the show, and I uh, I forget the gentleman's name asked me a question, but um, good question. Do you just sit and be next game? Like, do you just sit him? No, no, not no, if, not if the knee's right. If even if if he's, I, don't think, I don't think the knee is right. So. Well, the knee's not going to be right, but I don't think that sitting does any good if he's if he's capable. By whatever means that means of playing, he plays. Right. For as, play, long, as long as he can play. Play him 20 obviously, minutes. 25 obviously, minutes. the other thing is, is apparently, like, sitting him makes it worse. So, at least getting him out there to loosen it up a little bit. I'm kind of on the other side of this. Um, you're up 2-1. You're in Brooklyn. You're coming back home. No, you don't want to give them a chance. You want yeah, to – if but, anything, right. you want to end it early. In my opinion, like, Boban's been playing so much anyway – even when B was playing, Boban's been playing a lot. Greg Monroe played. Yeah, he had a rough first half. He picked it up in the second Mon- half. Monroe's a good player. He's not going to miss them easy layups yeah, he, the he way he missed he, last He picked time. it up. I mean, the second right. half he played better. I don't necessarily – like, you don't need Embiid to beat this team. No. You're no. not going to go seven if you don't have Embiid. You might go six if you don't have Embiid. This is just my opinion. 
I think you sit him next game. If you lose the next game, like give him three, four more days of rest. Yeah, but then because what your if, next what game if he can't until Thursday. Play? What if he can't right, play? Then that what next if it game? stiffens up and then he can't play game five? Well, then he wasn't going to play anyway. Like you know uh, what I mean? Right, but then then you could have used him game four, and then He's if it stiffens practicing. up and he can't play it's game like, five, then like, you're up three one. It's not like he's sitting in a fucking wheelchair with a cast on. Like he's still practicing. He's still practicing with the team and everything like that. Like, I don't Sean, know. I hear the point you're making. I do. I just, but, uh, I'd rather me, have him later rounds than now. Like, I, I And I hear that. To me, if he's able to play, like, this isn't the regular season. It's the playoffs. Anything can happen. If he's able to play, he plays. Well, yeah, he ain't making if he played in game it. two, but he didn't play in game three, that kind of countered. Yeah, but it's not, it's not, you're asking if they should sit him out. But, but, not, he, but you said it's worse if he sits. But he didn't sit in game two. He played, but yet he couldn't play game three because it's hurting too much. Right. But it's what I'm saying is if he's capable, what we're saying, you're saying you sit him regardless. Well, what I'm saying is if if he says, game. yeah, I, I think I could I could gut it out today. Then you go for then it. Then he's in. Yeah. 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 No, that's fine. I, that's a different. That's not where I was getting at. Like, no, I was I mean, just saying. But it, it, but it is. Like, he, they asked him game three, can you gut it out? He said no, and he didn't play. Um, yeah. You're saying that you think that he should sit, whether no or matter whether he feels, whether he it. feels I, I, he can I would play or sit not. Him, I would sit him game four. I would just sit him game four. Yeah, and I, I, I don't. You're think not you in wanna... dire straits. You're not. If you, yeah, if but you, you don't want to get yourself in dire straits. You don't right, want to like. like you this, don't want to get this, yourself in a. Position. This series a lot. You different. shouldn't. If you're it shouldn't if, matter, if, if you're afraid of going two two with the Nets and not being able to pull it out, then you have bigger problems. No, I'm not saying you're afraid of not being able to pull it out. It's a different series if it's two two as opposed to three one. He starts to come and then he pulls out. You pull it out. That's just a completely different look. Like it's a different mindset. Yeah. And, that and puts gotta, hope in the, the Nets' mind. And not only that, but you're talking about one player. That means that eight other guys got to play another forty, you know, another thirty some minutes, and then practice and this and that, and prepare and this and that, instead of getting relaxed for a couple of days. Yeah. Just for the betterment of one player. I think that's overrated. I, I think that's overrated, though, Mike. I, the minutes thing. Well, no, I mean, I'm just saying, if, if you have the chance to win it in five instead of playing six. Oh, to get an extra day or two off. That's what I'm talking right, about. Yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about yeah, your, your, you your sacrificing yeah. eight I, guys. I still right, go. Right. I, I hear you. I hear you. I still go that. I still go my route, but um, I don't think it matters. Because I, I think mean, they're still going to. And Bede's either going to be hurt or he's not. I mean, right. Right. Um, load um, management, brother. No, fuck that. Oh, God, that fucking load management. That, fuck those Sixers for that <laughs> shit. Load management. That pisses me where, off. Where, load like management. If load management was a true thing, what do you where thought? was it in the beginning of the year yeah. when he was playing 37 minutes a game? Right. It wasn't a true thing. That whole load management right. thing that they came out with pisses me off because I think it's it was fucking his... deceptive. Yeah. He's, they're fucking lying. Dude. Blow, blow, it on, blow your load on this one or in this one. That's how you manage your life. I will say, though, like, like me, <laughs> me and my brother had a conversation. Was it the left one or the right one? Yeah. yeah. Me and my brother had a conversation pussy. earlier. That's how you like, manage your load. It is starting to look like you're only going to get five, six years out of MB. Not much more yeah. than that. It's like Yao Ming, dude. Yeah. It's 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 Ten yeah, years. He, ten years he but, won't be in a league. But, I don't think he plays ten years. No, me neither. But if Ben Simmons turns into the player that he looks like he's going to turn into, you'll be okay. You got to bring somebody else in, obviously. You do, but you don't need to have that dominant big man if Ben Simmons someone turns more, into like some, like a LeBron James type. Yeah, someone more credible than Mir Johnson. Right, right. You got a half decent center because, I mean, you just need someone who can get to the board. I mean, LeBron James went to the finals with 
fucking. They're, they're, yeah. they're, they're like, who are these guys Tristan on? Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson. Which is great because he could Josh the, Smith. As or good as J.R. Smith. Yeah, J.R. Smith. As, as Kyle Corver. As, as J.R. Smith running around in circles. <laughs> as, as shitty as the teams are that he got to the finals, and as much as they trashed him, it's how bad they were after he left. He still couldn't help the Lakers, no. and that's fucking great. Yeah, yes, it, it is. I love it. And then Magic's anybody, like, oh, the hell? Is anybody else completely just, I'm done with LeBron James? Yeah. I'm so, like, I loved him. I did. We but dodged. We dodged the bull. We were talking about that. We dodged yeah. the bull. Yeah, him, like, man. I'm glad he didn't the sign The fucking here. GM leaves. The coach gets canned, and he gets picked up by Sacramento. Uh, Walton gets picked up. Luke Walton's a good coach, if yeah. you ask me. And the fans chant, LeBron going to trade you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And apparently they're looking at Teron Lue. Just a guy that LeBron can control. Oh, that'd be fucking hysterical if oh, they yeah, bring him back. See, yeah. Just a control. A guy step that, over him. Just a guy that LeBron <laughs> yeah. can control. Yeah, uh, Tyrone so, Lewis. Like, yeah. Tyrone Lewis. Talk about a poster boy of like fucking coach. stepping over somebody. Uh, yeah, who can respect him? Like, I didn't want to, like a lot of these players are like, you know, they were younger when that when that uh, uh, NBA Finals was when uh-huh. Iverson stepped over him. But like, they look back. Oh, damn, that's our coach. Yeah. Laying on the fucking ground. Iverson basically has his head on his head. You know, his yeah, head like, on his wait. Head. Like, what the fuck? Wait. I'm going to listen to you? This guy with the braids that's getting one, stepped over? Like, you were, you were trying he's to, our coach? You were trying to be AI. Remember that? Yeah. Like, yeah. He Remember he was called the answer to the answer? Yeah, yeah. And then, How did that work out? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. we won game one. Well, but, he, he ended up winning the series, but yeah. still. He game. didn't win the series. LeBron and Kobe. I mean, Shaq and Kobe did. Uh, guy's last name is Hyman. <laughs> um, and then there was an article that came out this week. So before we get through the article, though, we got to talk about Embiid. Like, not we talked about whether oh, shit. we got to talk about. Ask, like, what do you mean? Like, what I, I already asked. Is the question, he okay? Right? I don't. I don't think he's ever going to be okay. He's managing his load. I is think he, you're going to go through this constantly with him throughout his career. So does that mean that next series? He's not going to play every no, game. No, he's going. We are. We are, we're not going. Getting through the second round without him. See, that's and and he's not going to play every game. So we're I in disagree with that. I think that the Sixers. See, and that's what you and you yes, and I disagree completely on. This. I think the Sixers truly feel that they can win this series without him. Let's make sure he's as right so as he can you're be. Thinking the so same now thing you're going back to my point now. No, no. What I'm saying is, if Embiid comes to us in the first round against the Nets and says he doesn't think he can go. Okay, fine. You're not playing. Yeah, but you don't have that option in there, the second round. There's no. Fu- yeah, there is. If he says he can't go, he's like not Embiid, going. Like Embiid, if Embiid can't uh, go because he that like, he says he can't go, he's not it's going. Because it's Embiid. Embiid's not go. going. To, Embiid's not the type of guy that's like yo. Yeah, that's the same. I'm thinking. I, that's my I'm argument. Thinking that I don't want to. No, like, the, 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 Embiid. If, if Embiid's like, look, man, I fucking can't. Okay. Is there any party of, from what we know about Embiid that any game in the second round he's going to come and say he can't play? Did you see him in the first game? Load. I did. He looked like okay. he couldn't go. Okay, but th- is there any party that thinks he's going to say that in a, in a round two game? You're, you're, yeah, the but series is tied 1-1 going back to Brooklyn. He'll tell That's you a big message. game. That's a big swing game, and he didn't play. So, yeah, like, what's the difference Like to me? like. The difference is Embiid knows they can win without him. I don't think Embiid's thinking that way. I don't think I so think either. Embiid wants to be out there in the worst possible way. He played all season to get to the playoffs, and he wants to be out there. If he can't go, Embiid's like, fuck. Like, I can't. Like, yeah, this isn't. This, um, uh, I, we're like, all right. I really, like, this sucks, man. I, like. I wish I could like I can't even try and fake this. Don't take that, bro. You know what? It's just like, I, and I it's hear just, what shut you, the fuck up, guy. I hear what you guys are saying, but 
Like, no, in a way, like what we've known from Embiid, like, up until now, like, no, you I can't hear, a, you can't hear him saying in a pro, I, I, he is, but you can't hear him saying in a press conference. <laughs> uh, you know, my you teammates, they, they can beat Brooklyn without me. It's the second round where, you know, I'm not going to miss a game in the second round. My like, load's been managed. Put me on the court. <laughs> <laughs> I managed my load. Uh, I don't I'm know, coming man. day and night. I don't see it that way. I, I, I mean, I, 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 just, I could, I could see that, but. I, I think Embiid wants to be out there as much as possible. just hit me, though. Like, I don't know why I didn't think about this before. I'm sure it's been discussed. I don't know. Maybe not. But they picked up Greg Monroe with, like, what, four games left in a year? They knew. They knew. They knew. They knew something was well, going dude, on dude, when, when he sat the last couple games and it was load man, they fucking knew. Yeah. They knew he was going. this was going to be touch and go. You they know, didn't another, say anything. Another topic that has, that has to come up is, are they better without him? No. No. No, dude, he's he's so good. Look, man. they play they play different with him yes. on the court. They definitely go through him. The offense goes through him, so it is different. So I get where you're coming from. It it but is he's different. So dominating, man. But he can take over game. Greg Monroe. It's, it's kind over of game. it's kind of the same thing with like where you had the situations where you know back in the day Iverson would miss a couple games and they'd go on a streak and they'd win a couple games. And be like, hey, see, see, they're, they're better without him because he's a bald hog and blah 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 and this and that. You know, without him, it's more dispersed. Everybody feels they need to step up, and they're just a better team. But come on, right? It's a, a, better without Iverson, Iverson, right? Like, right. no, yeah, no. So that's like, I don't feel that they are. It was just you know yeah, the no, question. You know, I mean, it's, hey, it's there's idiots like, out there. Like, you got, out there right, you got an eighty-five percent Joel Embiid. I want them in there. Probably the same idiots who thought that having Sharge and uh, Covington over are better, better, yeah, better. Yeah, fuck you, Spike Jackson. Back to him and Ben So Simmons we got to get on to the next there. thing, but real quick, are we still on the same page? If you can only max one of them, it's, it's Jimmy? Yeah, it's Butler. Yeah, I'm, I'm still with Butler. I, so I, 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 yeah. I don't yeah. think Tobias is running to me. I know he's he's found his he's stroke streaky. a little bit. Yeah, he was, he had but you're a starting, to, you're starting to see why you have seen with him why he becomes good trade bait. He just doesn't know. Like, Was he just a good player on a bad team? Who? Tobias. The Clippers were a decent team, but it, they they still the ended Clippers up. Clippers went. They'd go on a major run after they traded them. Yeah, they were seven or eight seed. They would have been. You know what I mean? They would. I, I think he's the playoffs. He's like, uh, he's interesting. In that, I don't know. Like, on like, this team, it's he's streaky, but then there's times where he just doesn't look like he knows his it, role. It's not even knowing his role. It's like he disappears. Yeah, and, like if you can shoot, you can shoot, right? Like. So he was a good he was a good three point shooter, he's a good shooter overall prior to him coming here. So like that part of it I get, but like as far as finding a place on the on the court, like it just seemed like he didn't know what he was doing. Like he's you know what I mean? What the fuck what, what is this? That's pretty funny. What, what was that? I look like cauliflower. Some old yeah, some old some old chick some old pig. Took off her bra. She's like ninety. I was a Flyers fan. Yeah, yeah or tits hit the fucking ice yeah, from the disgusting. third level. Uh, um, so let's talk about this article. <laughs> no, nah, Bobby Clark did. Chris Sheridan, uh, Chris Sheridan of the uh, New York Times uh, releases an article after game two. After game two, yeah, that's yeah, pretty much. So after game two, the, the uh, Sixers tied up one-one. This article comes out, and um, look, I don't know much about Chris Sheridan, but Never apparently, heard of him. 
I've uh, heard like, of him, but I don't know. Like, I've never read his I, shit. I heard, I heard that he was, like, credible at one point, and then he kind of, like... He's falling off a lot. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's because of stories like this. So the story comes out basically saying that Brett Brown's coaching for his, you know, life. Which, that's Which not, he is. That's not news. That's not news, but that was the headline. You're All like, right. okay. Let me check this out. And then you click on the link. Well, dude, the problem was is that you sent it and said that's not good, thinking that it seemed like you were thinking that he was fucking cheeseburgers on you. Well, I put no, it on. Sean said if it's not, if this, if is, this true, is true, it's, it's not, not good. good. No. Yeah. But, um, but, you know, he also stated, and we touched on it, that, that Brett Brown has locked a, lost the locker room. So the speech that he gives in, in a, a halftime of game two, which has become news, which why even that in itself, it shouldn't become news. It's just coaching one-on-one. But. So, so a guy, a team that responds like this when he has that rant in the locker room at halftime, that that's a that's a guy that's lost his team. Yeah, I I, I just right, I got nothing. Right. I don't get it. Right, I, I don't get it either. You know what the I, funny thing? The only thing that I actually believed about it when I read the article was that Simmons went out and got drunk one night after Game sixty seven and like was too hungover to play a game Game so, sixty seven, uh, and then. That's not even true because he apparently it started out with him like partying in Miami with with Jenner, and then he was playing in Orlando and Jenner was freaking still in L.A. So they had to like change like they had to like edit that part out and say, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's but crap. the only thing about that when they asked him about it though, she was picking his up. answer. He didn't right. deny it. He's like, right. that's regular season. I ain't talking about that. Okay, but even if it did happen, right? A 22 year old, 22 years old. He's got millions of dollars. He's in Miami. It was Orlando. Or okay. Orlando. Orlando. Yeah, he went to fucking like, mess around Mickey What Mouse. would you do? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> I, I, I don't, Mike, I hear where you're going. Where you're going. What would 22-year-old Mike do? Well, 22-year-old Mike was, you know, okay. going on 35, but <laughs> that's besides the point. But 22-year-old Mike with millions of dollars. That's gay. I'm fucking everything in sight and drinking. With, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I, I get where you're Kylie going. With Kylie Jenner on your arm. Well, that's yeah, that's nice. Well, um, Friday night, yeah, stroking it. Yeah. But. <laughs> With a dick that probably reaches your fucking knees. Yeah, all good points. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, I, I get where you're coming from. has got a big cock. That's I get where you're coming from. Oh, yeah. six, like, there's been nights where I hung out until like 2, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, and I had to go into work the next I day. It's fat like a can right. of corn. Right, <laughs> and I'm sure that I, there's only been one time that I've ever called out, and you know I'm not making nearly as much money, and it's not nearly as much in the spotlight. Simmons so I'm a little bit different, but I get where you're coming from. I don't see a problem with it. Me neither. I don't see not a problem with Game 67 in Orlando, him getting banged up when the game really didn't much matter. And he might have been told that he wasn't playing. He anyway. might have even been told that he wasn't playing. He could have had it his didn't load matter. Managed. I mean, they, they basically he had... He got his load managed that night either way, but... Exactly. Everything was taken care of by then. Exactly. I, I don't... Yeah. Swallow my children. And the whole fake. organization, the whole organization the last two, three weeks of the season was disengaged. If my cock doesn't yeah. The whole organization. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna Which is probably the, part of the reason they lost game one, because they were... That's, right. what, that's what's wrong with the NBA. Right. Right. I, I exactly. Well, after they beat Boston that night, their seat, they were done. They They... Checked out. Yeah. They knew they were a lock for the third seed. Right. They checked out. It's just, it's it's this it's this bullshit, you know, this this media It's uh, not the NBA, because they did that same thing about Carson Wentz, dude. It's fucking media. I wasn't talking about that with the NBA. Oh, okay, go ahead. No, I was talking about the problem with the NBA is the sitting for, 
you know, these guys getting rest and all this shit during the year. Like, you the don't, problem see, with you the don't NBA, see that in other sports. The like problem that. with the NBA is the league is so top-heavy. You have a few good teams in each conference, and then that's it. The problem with the NBA is that it exists. Shut the fuck up. The problem with your face is that it doesn't exist. No, the, that's not what I'm saying. I was I was saying the media thing separate. I was, yeah, I was saying I the you. NBA bothers me because there's there's too many fucking games. Uh, all right, way and, too many. And the, there's too many bad fucking teams. There's teams that make the playoffs below 500. Exactly, 60 games. Well, we talked we talked 60 games. Yeah, but we talked about this before. After when LeBron went to L.A. Yeah. Just because it was L.A. Yeah. When LeBron went to the Heat and did super teams, and they grow super teams, mm-hmm. and, and they're all buddies, and they chum, and, like, you know, you got teams that just have no chance. No chance of right. that. No like, chance. God bless Orlando for finding a way to pull it together and make the seventh seed. God bless them if they a find a way to get, like, a fight. give a fight to Toronto. But they're not doing anything, no. and they got no chance. And next year they're not doing anything either nope. because nobody's going there. Nope. No. Nobody's going to fucking – the, yeah, you don't have Shaq. The Pelicans and this and that. They had to oh, trade Shaq. for DeMarcus Cousins. He got out of the first chance he got. Anthony Davis is fucking, He's the next you one. Know. He's going, and then, then they're done. Like, right. They're yeah. going to be terrible. They should they, all they, should, so, all they uh, can hope is that they trade and, and draft so well the, enough. To, the NBA, it's just the big market cities. L.A., New York, Philly to a point. Um, Boston. Boston. Boston with the, the you know. Uh, Miami, because I mean, it's a Milwaukee. Fucking... Miami is done now, though. Yeah, they are. But Milwaukee's kind of a uh, refreshing because they built it from within. Well, how San Antonio built it within, within too. San Antonio constantly does. What's how's that? The Celtics doing? They're up to They're up to They're dominating. And, and even Golden well, State before Durant, they built it mostly from within too. Right. Well, yeah, Golden State did. did a nice so job. there's there's been a couple teams that have been able to build it with. The, from within and got lucky. So there's going to be teams, but then there's going to be teams that try to build it within Minnesota. And, and it's just not going to work. It's it basically the Indiana's big done a nice job eh. with their team. But even with all Depot, what are they doing oh, in the playoffs? Like, like seriously. are they going to win it? No, but right. they might win a round. Yeah, but you know, then they're, Depot. then they're in then they're in playoff purgatory where the Sixers were is why they did the process. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm not putting the Sixers at the same level as these other teams yet. Mm-mm, mm-mm. What know? I'm saying is Philadelphia is a big market city. Right. Yeah, so but you know that, what? Even so, so, granted, they haven't gotten that free agent, but they have more of a chance than in Indiana. They have more of a chance, but they than haven't in gotten Orlando. It. So, obviously, they're still losing out. They are. They are. All I'm saying is the NBA as a whole. It favors the bigger market. Right. As a that's whole. A, giggity, giggity, well, yeah, giggity, and, I, and I, I think we're on the same page, and that's why the whole wrestling players and this and that and, like, it's a player-driven league. Right. Yeah. Uh, I was going to get back to the media thing real quick, and then we'll probably switch uh, gear. We'll probably switch gears, switch some things up oh, as, we're, as we're waiting for. No, not yet. Um, uh, the, the, just media in general just is so fucked up, you know, in sports and in this country. You know, it's just everything gets so, so skewed. I mean, over even like everything you know, turns into a racial well, issue. And it's like, bad because this this no, time that we the live worst in, thing you have is social is, media, man. It's everyone, fake news, yeah. anonymous sources. Yeah, because you can everyone stand behind anonymous. I could say that Sean, with a two-year-old and a newborn, sniffed coke yeah. off of a hooker's titties per anonymous source. Yeah, what and are it's going to blow up into a story. Yeah, yeah. Well, Sean, refute it. What are you going to do? What are you going to say? Fake news. Hashtag exactly. fake news. Exactly. And getting back to the media thing, like, like the Chris Sheridan thing. Like you put a story like out that out like that, 
I want the source. First of all, motherfucker, you write for New York. Yeah, who Are you that close to the Sixers? Right. You're that close to the Sixers organization where you the know that this sources. shit happened? You have an anonymous source that says Elton Brand? Like, who's your anonymous source that says Elton Band- Brand tried to tra- trade Ben Simmons? Right. Right. And, and Elton Brand's on record. Like, and Saying, being, no, we're, we're not. not. Why would they trade Ben Simmons? Who who are you getting to make your team better to trade Ben Simmons? Typical fucking WIP caller. Yeah. I wouldn't even trade Ben Simmons for Anthony Davis. There was a guy who called up today and said... Well, not when you have Embiid. There was a guy who called up today and said, this team is a bunch of babies. I want them to lose. But I'm a Sixers fan. Then No, you're not. Then you're a fucking fraud no, piece not. of shit. Maybe you should just die in a fucking There was another guy that called hole. up the radio yesterday and said, yeah, man, we need them to lose game three. Oh, dude, that was... So, so, so they can win game four gotta, and build if character. Ever, if we ever have... If we ever yeah, have... Fuck says lose it. game three... So they have the pressure on them for game four, and yeah, it'll build the, character to win. Who the fuck says shit like this? That's that, that's that dude that they have on the show, that they put on the show. You think he's just, an intentional like, caller? I don't know if he's intentional, but they put him on to make fun of him. I don't know if he, they, they do it intentionally. It's that Ingy dude. Yeah, that ain't. But oh, you, he came. Oh, yeah, fuck but that do you dude. think? Yeah. He, do you think he's created by the station? No, he I possibly think, could, or I he's just think, that I, much no, of an I idiot. I think he's a fucking idiot. I think that dude's That's a flat out idiot. But I That's think that good. they put him on just because he's like, just so they could pick. He was banned you know, for. It's entertaining. He was banned yeah. for a while. They yeah, banned yeah, him for a while, yeah. and then they're like, "All right, come on." So I, I think it could be intentional. I could, I could see them actually kind of having somebody on their payroll like that. Oh, we talked about how the Sixers, or when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, how like, it was like, eh, whatever, no one appreciates it. Like, what? Shut the fuck up, dude. Shut up. No. Uh, let's uh, switch some gears uh, real quick. Tiger Woods. Yes, sir. One of the greatest comebacks. Um, you fucking loud about everything. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, he is, right? Yeah, fuck. Am I loud about you sucking my fucking cock? That ain't happening. Yeah, am I loud about you swallowing it? You ain't getting that little dick past my lip. This shit ain't what she said. I'll smack you in the mouth. I'm Neil Diamond. Oh, was like, it's time you got laid. I got you there. I got you there. Oh, shit. Well, fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> Got your old lady. Fuck you, motherfucker. God, why do I have to sit? I should, why, why have I not moved over to this seat instead of sitting in front it. of the brothers? You love it, There's Mike. Two don't idiots. act like you don't. God don't damn act it. like you don't. You love it. And you know we would have strangled each other by now if you didn't sit this there. This is true. I'm the, I'm the only buffer you guys yeah. got. <laughs> Try to school this motherfucker. He just fights, he fights progress. You know what I'm saying? Face fights progress. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking soap fights progress. It's so fucking high school. Your face. Your face. Lick my ass neck, you fuck. How about that? You find it. You'll find a slice between my nutsack. I'll tell you that. Get this through your head, you Jew motherfucker, you. Yeah, see? I don't need a moil. Just so you guys know, this is what goes on in the text messages back and forth all fucking week. I'm like, oh, the brothers are going at it again. If you kick, ever, I'll kick you in the chin, you fucking chipbag. If you have a three thousand dollar machine gun and a five thousand dollar grenade launcher, but you can't afford a pair of shoes, you might be a Muslim. <laughs> oh. If you think TV is dangerous, but strapping explosives to your clothing is not, you, you might be, be a Muslim. A Muslim. 
wear a sheet around your your body, and it all it covers everything but your eyes, and you got some funky shit going on under there. You might, you might be a Muslim. Muslim. If you can't find a lighter because it was used when you strapped 45 pounds of dynamite to your brother, you might be a Muslim. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, That's the title shit. of the show. You might be a Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go for a while. Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> there once was a lady named Jill who tried dynamite stick for a thrill. They found a vagina in North Carolina and bits of her tits in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like the lady from Bunker Hill. <laughs> uh, so, Tiger. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, getting back to Tiger. Good segue. Yeah. Tiger Woods, man. Nice comeback. Uh, ends up winning the Masters. His first Masters win in 2000, since 2005. His first major win since 2008. Someone tweeted this out. It said, Tiger's last, Tiger's last uh, ma- uh, major win, 2008. Phillies win the World Series. Mm-hmm. That's right. Master, Ooh, coincidence? Masters win in 2019. Dot, 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 dot. Hear what Michael, do you hear what Michael Jordan said about it? Greatest comeback you ever saw. Yes, he said, you know, I, I quit basketball for two years and went and played baseball, came back and won uh, three-peated again. Even that aside, this is the greatest comeback I've ever seen. And, you know, I I think I tend to agree with him. This is amazing. I, I, is anybody else? Yeah, it's pretty. It's good for the sport, man. They, yeah, they, it is. And it, has well, anybody else? Took a nine okay. iron to the like, head. DUI, all this shit, bat, three back surgeries. But has anybody else conceded the fact that, that you were never going to see Tiger win again? I did. No, I didn't think you were going to see him win. I thought you were going to see him win. but I, I didn't. Not a major. Oh. I didn't think no? you were going to see I, him win. I, how do you have time when he's knee-deep in pussy? <laughs> That's also true. Yeah. No, I... It, Still, I, I still find the funniest thing that happened was watching the South Park episode that they made fun of. This. Oh yeah, the game. Yeah, the game. The, the, the Where at the end of it, he pauses. Yeah, hold on, let me switch clubs. <laughs> he's fucking got the chick. And he's, he's beating her up. Yeah. And then at the end, when he was all cool, like all he was doing was playing golf, and they were like, "Oh, this game sucks." Yeah. <laughs> this game sucks. <laughs> yeah, hold up, let me switch clubs. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome shit. Yeah, so yeah, I think it's I think it's great, man. I think it's great for the sport. Yeah, uh, I uh, like. I, I don't know. Like, all right, cool. I guess I, I just. Yeah, you're, I, I'm not. You're ho hum about it. I am. I am ho hum about okay. it. Like, I, I'm not hating on the guy, but I just don't. Like, okay. it, it's yeah, it's a good comeback. It's good for the sport. I just, I don't care enough about the sport to really. Okay. Uh, the Phillies. Yeah, the Phillies, man. The Phillies are are playing good ball right now. Yeah, they lost yesterday. A tough game. I mean, they're yeah. they're away. You know what the other that's th- a tough spot because yeah. I they they played uh, they played Thursday afternoon, and then and then right away they end up going you know yeah going to on a West Coast swing. So yeah, no, I mean it, it was a it was a tough um, tough series yeah. or you know a tough tough you know game going or back right. around. So. Anyway, we we yeah. got a guest on. Yeah, so. we're we're joined on the air. Usually, I do a little pre-call thing, but uh, kind of left alone here. Uh, we're joined on the air by Ed Kratz, uh, currently writing for the Sports Exchange, Philadelphia uh, Eagles beat writer. He's been on the show before. A big warm welcome to Ed Kratz. What's up? Ed? How you doing, sir? What's up, fellas? How you guys doing? We're doing, doing good, man. Yeah. We're doing great. Um, Drinking some beers. Yeah, kicking back, yeah. Have, having a few cold ones here. As we yeah, always. It's Friday night, yeah, yeah. Friday night, man. So. Yeah, you got to join us, man. Crack open one. <laughs> <laughs> Who says I didn't do it already? Hey, man, that's what we, we, ah, we, we want to hear. 
<laughs> so how you been, man? Good? Yeah, hey, doing great, man. Doing, get, getting ready to gear up for this draft on uh, next weekend. Oh, we're getting oh. right into it. All right, oh, good. Perfect segue. Wow. Yeah, yeah no, know, that's, that's cool. Know. No, we're, we're actually we're excited about it. Although we are, we are a little bit – we were just talking a little earlier. We're a little bit um, – it worn out by mock draft seventeen point three. Yeah, yeah, but um, you know, Eagles, yeah. Eagles pick twenty fifth. Uh, I guess, I guess we could start if if you know, if they stay put. Um, I guess position of need, and I, and I know like the rule of thumb in the first round is always you know draft best player available, but in this in this case. What position, is their biggest need? Yeah, position of need. What would you What would you say, Ed? Like, what would you think they, they should do? Uh, well, first, I'm with you. You know, these mock drafts start coming out, you know, like in uh, January, or, you know, right after the Super Bowl, usually. People start doing these mock drafts. I haven't done mine yet, just, just for the record. Okay, I, cool. I, I only do one that I'll probably throw out there, you know, uh, in the next few days here, but. Yeah, definitely, uh, uh, definitely send it our way. We'll, we'll definitely tweet it out. We want to give it a, uh, yeah, give it a good yeah, read, can, yeah. That'll be the yeah, only I, one that I'm paying attention to for the next couple of days. <laughs> I'm worn out. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it on Twitter at my handle uh, at Kratzy K R A C Z E. So uh, you know, people can look for it there. But, nice, cool. Uh, um, yeah, my my. Uh, what you, what was the question? What's the need? Yeah, Wait, what's the biggest yeah, need? Yeah. I mean, I guess before we even get into what pick it is, because I mean, I, I think yeah. I think position of need and pick the player to pick are a little bit different because sure. there's there's a, like three or four different needs on this team, and I think they should go with the best player available at one of the four as compared to the biggest need. But Yeah, I, well, I'd be interested in to hear what you guys think the biggest need is because I, I think Howie Roseman did a pretty good job in free agency uh, putting some pieces in place that really don't – there aren't too many needs. I mean, yeah, I guess running back is probably a need even though you, he made the trade for Jordan Howard. Yeah. He might be – you might say maybe even wide receiver, even though they traded for Deshaun Jackson. Hmm. Um, but, you know, Nelson Aguilar's in his last year. Uh, um, yeah, that's interesting, true. That's yeah, right. They didn't, they, didn't, they didn't extend him. They just yeah, kind Jack, of – Jackson's yeah. older. I don't know if they bring back Mike – I guess as of now, Mike Wallace isn't back with the team, right? No, he's not. Okay. The, the, you know, Deshaun Jackson signed a three-year deal. So, right, right, so he'll be here for a little but, bit. Yeah, but, you know, those contracts don't mean a whole lot. He got his guaranteed money and – you know, if, he, if something goes wrong, they could always cut him. But he is locked down for three years should uh, the contract run that long. But, you know, Alshon Jeffrey's counting. You know, he's a big number on the salary cap. And, True. you know, how, how he has said that it takes – he thinks it takes a good year or two to develop a college-wide receiver into an NFL. Yeah, I never uh, even thought of, about that. Ed. It, it's so weird. Like, I was so against a wide receiver. I know there was a couple. And when I see the drafts, I'm like, come on, dude. They're stacked. They got two <laughs> huge tight ends that are great – they got the Sean. They got Aguilar. Aguilar's under contract. He's still young. Alshon yep. Jeffrey's, you know, top 10, 15 guy. But right. I guess what you're saying, I mean, when you're, when you're really breaking down, you know, the next couple of years, it's – Maybe like Yeah, a, it is feasible. Yeah, D, DK Melcalf, you know, someone like that. Maybe last year. Harry, Henry, with the other guy, I think. Yeah, you know, I, I think a guy like Marcus Brown, Marquez or Marcus Brown from Oklahoma – Okay. Uh, could be there. I know they really like Paris Campbell, uh, the speed guy from Ohio State. I really think they're looking at speedy type wide receivers. I like the kid uh, AJ Brown, uh, a, a slot guy who I think. Oh. I don't think. You know, so these aren't Aguilar, first round guys, right? These are more. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, 
they, the Eagles could surprise. I don't think they'll go that route in the first round. I think, you know, they brought a kid in from Baylor named Jalen Hurd, mm-hmm. a big 6'5 kid. They brought him in for one of those top 30 visits. And, and Jalen Hurd's the kind of guy you might be able to get in the fourth round. Right. But I, I expect that they're going to take a receiver at some point in this draft because of what Howie thinks it takes a good year or two to develop one because I don't think they're going to bring Nelson Aguilar out back unless he goes out and, you know, catches, uh, you know, 89 balls for, you know, 1,200 yards, which right. I don't see happening. Interesting, right, um, yeah, with, with the rest of the firepower, no, yeah. Yeah, so I think they bring a receiver in to kind of develop because you don't know what Matt Collins is going gonna, is gonna to do right. after he missed all of last year. Shelton Gibson has been given uh, some opportunities, hasn't really produced. I know Doug Peterson talked very highly of Braxton Miller who's been on their practice yeah. squad, a kid from Ohio State, played quarterback. Uh, oh, right, you know, yeah. Maybe maybe he figures in the mix. But I, I think at some point they're going to take a receiver. I don't think, uh, getting back to your question about the biggest need, I don't think that's really a need, uh, <clears throat> you know, at least in the first round. I think if you're looking at a first-round pick who, who could come in and play right away, I think you have uh, a defensive tackle you might be able to find there yeah. um, to to kind of, you know, they brought in Malik Jackson after they let go of Tim Jernigan. Um, you know, Jackson's numbers kind of slipped a little bit last year uh, when he was in Jacksonville. So I, I think they'd want to find somebody to plug next to Cox maybe for the next, you know, five years or so. Um, so they could go D-tackle. That to me would be a pretty, you know, if you want to call it a need, you know, you could call it a need. And I think also they need to find an interior lineman because Kelsey, Jason Kelsey is yeah. – Banged oh my God, up. his injury list last year. That was insane. Yeah, huge, man. I've seen that guy's tough. I mean, he, yeah. you know, Jason Kelsey, through, one of the, He played through three different injuries. That's ridiculous. MCL broke it. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Warrior. You know, I, I wrote a, a story about how tough he is, and I remember being in, in a visiting locker room. I don't remember what, remember what city it was. I think it was three years ago where he was playing through some kind of knee injury that he refused to talk about. But I saw him take a wrap off his leg with a trainer right there helping him stand up. And his leg was black. I mean, like, it looked oh. like it was ready to – it looked like it needed to be amputated. I'm like, that, that leg looks like it, it's going to die. You know, oh I mean, God. how can he play like that? And I asked him about it. He's like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to get into it. Like, he didn't want to talk about anything. And, and I think this was when Jason Kelsey really didn't have a good season. Uh, remember, there was talk that they were going to cut him yeah, or trade yeah, him. Yeah. It, it was, was that, that the, year. Was that the last uh, Chip Kelly year? I think it was 2015 or 16. Yeah, it must so have right been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so and and, wow. and I think a lot of it was that knee. So I mean, you know, Kelsey, he's going to be 32 in November. I know they just gave him another year on his contract, but you know, to me, they could go interior line. Brandon Brooks, who knows if you know mm-hmm. he's going to come back from his Achilles, uh, especially not early. Yeah, I mean, I'm and I'm totally with you. So when you know your initial question was like you wanted to turn around and ask us, like for me, I think the biggest need is I wouldn't even go interior. I would go tackle because I mean, I offensive tackle because I think that. Um, I think that Peters is um, only got a year left, and I feel like they've kind of been ignoring it a little bit. And I feel that – but I, I don't know if there's a tackle worth taking there. I think that – so what I think is our biggest Peters need, is a guard, but – yeah. But yeah. Okay. Well, I, no, I could – Peters is left tackle. Peters is left a tackle. tackle. Yeah, left tackle. Uh, left tackle, okay. So, no, yeah. I think that – so I think that the biggest needs a tackle, but I don't know if there's going to be anybody that's worth taking at that point. So I think that you're right. You were right in the first one of like defensive tackle is probably the biggest stacked position, and it's still a position that they could use. So the best player available at a player of need 
one of the Clemson tackles or something like that might be a, a, a decent a decent way to go. Yeah, I, I know there's talk about Jerry Tillery, the kid from Notre Dame. He's got some real off-field issues. Right. Um, you know, and I know that, you know, Joe, Joe Douglas, Howie's right-hand man, is really big on character stuff. Right. Um, so he would really have to drill down and see if they'd be comfortable uh, taking him with the, with this off-the-field stuff that he's had. And I'm really not sure exactly what that off-the-field stuff is. I just know that there's red flags associated uh, with some of the things off the field. But here's the thing, guys, is Howie and Joe both love versatile players. Uh, you know, they're talking, they talked the other day about a, a positionless NFL. Sure. Where, you know, you, you have a, you can bring a guy in who can play guard, tackle, center, who can play multiple positions on an offensive line. So, you know, you say there's no good tackle out there. There could be a kid from Oklahoma, a, pro- a program they're familiar with, with, you know, with Lane Johnson having come from there five years ago. Um, a kid named Cody Ford, uh, who they think could be a better guard than a tackle, but he has that flexibility to go guard, tackle. Now, sure. maybe you bring him in and put him into that guard mix because I'm not sure Brooks is going to be ready to go day one from that Achilles. Bear. I, I agree. Uh, I, I, th- I think you're looking at November for him personally. Yeah, but, but then there's a couple other kids. I, you know, I, I really think they're going to go O-line here. And a couple guys to keep your eyes on are a kid from Boston College. Chris Lindstrom is his name. He can play every position on the offensive line. Um, so you could bring him in to compete for guard, and he could be groomed to take over for Kelsey. Or, or even step in if Kelsey gets hurt during the season. Um, he, I love him. I like the kid from North Carolina State, Garrett Bradbury, uh, is also a center guard type of player. Nice. Um, and then there's another kid, Dalton Risner, uh, who's very tough, a kid from Kansas State who can play guard and center. But I really think you need to look uh, at, at that line spot. Like you said, left tackle is a position. Now, getting back to that with Peters, now you have Jordan Mulata, that Australian rugby player. Oh, right, state. yeah. If he's, you know, if he's, are you uh, sold on him? Well, I, I really don't know. I mean, I, I didn't really see him. I mean, we, we couldn't watch practices. He got hurt at the end of last year, and he's a, he's a big guy. If you ever met him, I mean, he's just a, it's like it's like standing next to a mountain. Yeah. is what it's like. I mean, he's just huge. He's six, you know, six eight, six nine. He's three hundred and fifty to sixty pounds. I mean, he's just a he's mammoth, and he's got good footwork. So. You know, where he came from, you know, off the rugby fields of Australia, you know, he didn't really even know how to put on a uniform when he first got into camp. And he had to get used to having a helmet on. Um, yeah, and that's, but he's, that's what scares me, though, about him. It, it almost seems gimmicky. Well, Peter, yeah. Pete Peterson came out and said he's he's night and day this year from sure. last year. Yeah. yeah, like he said, he, his progress has been. Jason Peters said the same thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, and, and Kelsey said guy, it. Kelsey. Yeah. Yeah, trained. Kelsey met the media this week, you know, met with reporters, uh, you know, earlier in the week. And, uh, you know, he even said that, that him and this kid, Matt Pryor, who will probably be given a okay. shot right. to play for Peter uh, for Brandon Brooks at right guard. Uh, he could be in the mix to hold that job down until Brooks is healthy. But, you know, Milata, what do you, you know, that's kind of the quandary the Eagles are in. You know, yeah, we needed to find a replacement for Peters. Do we go out and find him in the draft or do we think Milata can make that step forward? Uh, and pick a guard center. Now, you, there's a couple centers that you can get later. There's a kid from Arkansas, a Swedish name. I can't even pronounce it. But, you know, maybe you pick him in the you know in the fifth round. You pick him later. Um, but I, I think it's been uh, too long since they've taken an offensive lineman in the first round. Lane Johnson was the last one in 2013. Yeah. Um, I, you know, to me, and look, I, it's just, you know, you talk about mock drafts. I mean, that's probably who I will uh, have them target in that first round. Yeah. 
And I, I I agree. I, I yeah, I go yeah. offensive lineman as well. That's that's you know we, you know you said uh, I'd be curious to know what you guys think. That's my that's my pick. I, I go offensive yeah. line. I think Mike's the same way. You're kind of leaning that way. So um, yeah. Hi Ed, uh, Ryan, Corner Pub Sports. Um, thanks for yeah, coming man. on. Um, sure. So, um, we've been in this situation with the Eagles for the past few years. It's like every year, what do they do at running back? What do they do at running back? Yes, they got Jordan Howard. I don't think he's a long-term answer. Do you think they address this position early um, at all? Like, wh- wh- what do you feel about that, about the running back in the draft? Yeah, you know, uh, it's just a position that they don't philosophically value. I mean, you know who the last running back they took number one in the draft was, or, you know, in the first round in the draft was, don't you? And what year it was? Do you remember that? <sighs> was that uh, Montgomery? No, it was Keith Byers back in 1986. Wow, yeah. Back wow. in the Buddy Ryan days. So, yeah. you know, and Howie joined this organization in 1999. So, you know, he learned that they just don't value the running back. I mean, they don't take running backs in the first round. Now, they took Shady McCoy in the second round, obviously, back in, uh, what was that, 08 or 09. Um, you know, so they did grab him. And uh, I just don't see – I know a lot of people with their mock drafts haven't taken that Alabama kid, Josh Jacobs, with their first pick. But um, I, I just don't see them valuing a running back that highly to take one in the first round. But I do believe – I really believe that they're going to get one later. They've had a couple guys in, this kid from Michigan, Karan Higdon. You know, they get those 30 visits that they can invite players into their – and how he said it's like inviting a player into your home for dinner. When you invite a prospect into your facility, that's what it's like. So you know they love the kid to bring him in and to learn more about him. And so Karan Higdon, the kid from Michigan, was one of those guys. The kid from Oklahoma State, Justin Hill, who I really like a lot. Uh, okay. There's a kid from Memphis, Daryl Henderson, very uh, – can catch the ball pretty well out of the backfield. Um, you know, those are three guys I think to keep an eye on. Uh, Miles Sanders, I think, probably would be gone. I know they've had uh, conversations with him, the Penn State running back. Sure. But, uh, I think he'll go in the, early in the second round. Right. And, uh, you know, unless the Eagles do some wheeling and dealing and trade up. Like, they wanted Dalvin Cook. Uh, remember him <sighs> when he came out? Yeah, we remember. The, <laughs> yeah, and they were, they were, they were going to take him, but the Vikings traded up ahead of him and grabbed him, and then the Eagles took, I think it was Sidney Jones. Yeah, they took Sidney Jones, uh, the other guy from Washington that's weak and soft, like Markel Fultz. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sore subject. Yeah. yeah, I got it. Nice like <laughs> little uh, commentary there, but uh, yeah. Well, you know, he has been hurt, Sidney Jones, the last two years, and we'll see if he can't stay healthy I hope uh, so. to, to contribute because he, you know, he does have speed and he, he's you know, he's pretty decent in coverage, but he just can't stay on the field. I mean, ha- to have a hamstring injury linger like it did for him, uh, you know, he just must not be doing the right stretching or something because he should not have hamstring injuries that take that long to heal. But other guys did too. Darren Sproles was dinged with a hamstring for the first, whatever, 12 weeks of yeah, the season. Yeah, so, but Darren Sproles is 40. Yeah, but it, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, right, it, it really something, it seemed like there was something with, like, the training staff, the medical staff with the Eagles, like, especially last season. Yeah, like, it was bizarre you know, you'd, that you'd see a guy go out with like a, uh, you know, no injuries, basic, but like a basic injury, and you wouldn't see him for ten weeks. Right, like those soft tissue muscles, you know, those soft tissue injuries were just, you know, they just didn't heal, or, or they yeah, came talking back about Smallwood here. Yeah, like Matt <laughs> Smallwood, like, like Matt Collins. Matt Collins is supposed to be back week ten. You never saw him again. 
yeah, right. Well, he had, I think he had a groin thing going on. He had like a, a, a what do they call it? hernia. He had a oh, surgery okay. for hernia, but then he needed a second surgery. So I'm not sure it was something that needed to be repaired that wasn't repaired on the first surgery. Uh, you know, very sketchy information with him. Yeah. Never available to talk, of course, because he was wasn't active all year. So no one could really ask him, you know, what the heck's going on. Um, but, you know, we'll get that opportunity in May once those OTAs fire up uh, after the draft. You know, they have uh, a whole month's worth of OTAs. Um, they'll let us watch practice during that time, so we'll see exactly how Milata looks. Uh, you know, we'll see if Matt Collins is uh, back to being what the Eagles hoped he would be. Um, but, you know, getting back to the draft, I think you have to start looking at, at guys that uh, you can't say, okay, we got to count on Milata. If you think the best player available is that Cody Ford kid or, uh, someone that plays tackle that you can, I, I know they're high on this kid from Alabama state, Titus Howard, uh, who Stoutland loves, uh, Jeff Stoutland worked him out privately. Um, he That's was one of the 30 boy. visits. He's yeah, a big he, boy. Yeah, but he's very raw. So, right. um, you know, and again, position versatility, it comes down to, can he play guard and tackle? You don't want to just draft a guy who's going to play tackle unless he's exceptional right. as a tackle. You want to have like, like Lane Johnson couldn't go play guard. Um, right, yeah. right. You know, but but you know, guys can do that. Like Hi- Isaac Ciamala, when they drafted him, he had played every position on the line at Oregon, yeah, uh, Oregon State. So you know, he's a guy that played every position for the Eagles, filling in. Well, so, I'm, so I'm you glad you brought that up because I was going to say about the Kelsey thing. I I see Ciamala possibly being the potential replacement for him personally, but yeah, he he could be. I mean, he's kind of the backup center. Uh, right. You know, if something happens to to him, or was actually, you know what, was Nooski. Was that guy when when Kelsey would get dinged during a game and would have to go out, which happened a couple times during the season? Uh, it was Wisniewski that came in and stepped in for him. Yeah, it was um, interesting why they got rid of him. Yeah, I know it kind of was. I mean, he wasn't really making that much money. Yeah, uh, you know, and they do have that that need with Brandon Brooks's Achilles. So I'm not really sure what the thinking was in getting rid of him. Maybe just to free up money, but uh, you know, they do have a lot of money if they want to do a deal with Carson Wentz. And I think they're trying to hammer out a deal for Carson Wentz right now right. Um, to, to go into the season. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if uh, you know, something gets done sometime in the spring or, or uh, before training camp. This would starts. be the time to do it, though. You'd get them at a discount. Hmm. Yeah, and that's probably the thinking. And then maybe you kind of backload the deal if you do it that way. Like, sure. You, know, you give them some, some incentives on, based on games played and, and that kind of thing. and. Uh, At the same you time, know, but, you got a plenty, a plenty of money this year, so you can almost like kind of front load it and then like kind of, you know, front load it this year and, and kind of pull it work back, it out, like pull it back, year. second, third, and like get creative. I don't know. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I think this is the time to do it. And then next year, you know, Jason Peters will come off the books, and even yep. though they redid his deal and it's not a, a big of a hit, but again, that comes down to Alshon Jeffries. You know, he counts like fourteen million uh, on the salary cap. Yeah. That's a big number. Yeah. But but now look but you look at the secondary too. You look at a guy like Rodney McLeod. He's a big number sure. against the uh, secondary. So when you Malcolm talk Jenkins about needs, too, yeah, yeah, Malcolm Jenkins. But he, and he's old. Yeah, you know Jenkins is like thirty one, thirty two. I mean, you when you look when you talk, yeah, yeah, when you talk about needs, safety to me, you yeah, have to address it. Adderley, I, I completely agree. There's no way Malcolm Jenkins can keep playing at this level. Yeah, no, he's been durable. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he doesn't miss a snap. Like, eventually, <laughs> he's going to break down, right? Well, you would think. I mean, the law this of average. Tom Brady of safeties. Yeah. 
Yeah. Don't compare him to that cocksucker. (laughs) (laughs) Tom Brady's a douchebag. (laughs) Yeah. Doesn't miss games, though. Yeah. um, Who cares? Now, so, you know what? You you brought up Cody Ford, and, you know, I'm just kind of looking at some of the mock drafts. I know that he's, you know, probably going in Minnesota, and there's a couple teams, Minnesota and um, the um, the Carolina that need, like, line. Green Bay, too. Green Bay. Like, so do you – what do you see? Do you see them maybe potentially trading off, trading back? Like, what do you think? What, what do you think they – is there yeah, a potential like what, that? Yeah, like what exactly do you think they do in the first round? Um, well, I, you know, if, if players start to slide, like if a, a player like Rashawn Gary from Michigan uh, is yeah. sitting there, you know, at 13 with the Dolphins, you know, I, I don't even know. I mean, they could trade up. It would be pretty costly. But if there's a player they really love and he starts to try – drop like ed oliver which i don't really think he's gonna fall sure. sean gary i don't think would fall too far yeah or at least far enough where the eagles can say okay i'm jumping up and grabbing montez sweat's another name that i've heard heard a lot about yeah he had a he was just dinged for a heart issue he's got some kind oh, of Jesus, heart issue yeah, yeah i um, heard about that yeah yeah, yeah so i don't know he you know he could <laughs> slide a little bit i mean you have that you have two second round picks so you you have the potential to be able to move up yeah, but you know we have the potential to move back too. I yeah. mean, yep. you know, like like Ed, a lot of the guys you're talking about, like you know, you, you named like you know five or six different like offensive, versatile offensive linemen. Those guys probably aren't projected to go in the first, like in the the top twenty five. So maybe you drop back five picks and you know it's pick so one hard. of those two guys. Like yeah, I know it's it's crazy. so hard with these pick stupid mock drafts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, here's here's a good trade partner, which could happen: the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have 12 draft picks. Yeah. And there's yeah. no way yeah. all 12 of those guys are going to make the roster. No way. Um, so the, the Patriots could be in a position to say, hey, we'll, we'll jump up to 25, grab a tight end. Or, you know, or the, the quarterback, right? They're, they're talking about that, that Daniel Jones or that, the, the Duke. Yeah. Kid. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he's there. But I, I, I suspect the Patriots are going to probably be a prime candidate to try to move up and get who they want because they've got so many picks. And, you know, 12 guys joining your team, not all 12 of those guys are going to make it. Yeah. So I yeah. pick 12 guys. So, you know, so the Eagles could possibly, and you know how he doesn't want to sit around in the third round and not have to uh, draft somebody. Yeah. Right. So he's going to, he's going to want to get that third pick that he gave up for golden Tate um, last year at the trading deadline. He's going to want to find, yeah, he's going to want to find some way to get it back. So, you know, maybe you move back with the Patriots, you pick at number 32, you let them come up, and you and you take one of their third-round picks. I think they have two third-rounders. I think the earliest is number 73. You know, maybe you grab a third-round pick and a fourth-rounder, and you trade them a fifth-rounder in next year's draft, um, you know, just to kind of take away some of their picks because they're, they're going to deal. They're going to want to get rid of some of those picks. Okay. Um, you know, so, overall, even- so overall, Ed, like like, like you feel with the, with the Eagles in the first round, it might not be a sexy pick, but it's going to be a quality pick. Well, it's – Depends what you think of a sexy, you know, uh, offensive lineman. Are they sexy to you? I mean, you know, big, you know, hairy. He drunk, does like moves. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I like I like teddy bears. He I is like, a move guy. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I like hairy dogs. Ed, you know, make sure you Stop. got, you know, you know, don't don't bring your dog around me. You know oh what I'm saying? God, see, this, this is what happens. You got to get on earlier if you don't want this stuff, Ed. Yeah, you know, uh, you know what I mean, Ed? <laughs> you know, He's a moop guy. You know, I love, I love dogs and peanut butter. 
Well, that's and that's hairy nipples. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Ed. Yeah. Well, that, then you're going to love this draft, dude, because there's probably going to be some big hairy nipples. <laughs> hey, yeah, man. I, every now and again, I like the rough tongue of a cat, right, too. Stop. You know what I'm all right, all right. It's like sandpaper. All right. Oh, so, uh, yeah, like, anyway. I yeah, but I, look, I don't know if it's going to be sexy or not. I, I think... You know, sexy is it a wide receiver? I mean, I, wide receiver and running back are probably the two. Well, yeah, like like a like an offensive linebacker, line, maybe an offensive lineman, uh, a line. What about linebacker? Anywhere to go? There? Well, you, you talked about the, the the Michigan kid, right? He's he's a linebacker, right? Devin Bush. Well, Devin he's Bush a, is he's, another he's a, he's a DN type of guy. Okay. Um, you know, they he can play defensive end. Okay, yeah. Um, it's so, a, the Devin Bush is a Michigan linebacker. Right, that's the right, that's right, a guy. That's right. Yeah, but again, linebacker is, is like the running back of the defense, or the, the you know they, yeah, they don't they, value yeah. it. They haven't valued that in twenty years. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean the last linebacker. I mean, Mar- okay, Marcus Smith when they drafted him, total bust. Ugh. He was considered a linebacker. But before that, I mean, it was like I think it was Jerry Robinson in nineteen seventy nine oh was God. the last wow. linebacker they picked. So well, yeah, what was what was Stuart what was Bradley? It? Stuart well, Bradley was what a second. Hicks was Hicks was a fourth rounder. Fourth rounder. What was Stuart Bradley? Yeah, I guess Stuart Bradley was a second yeah. rounder, third rounder, or something. Yeah, wow. How about my, that? My, Michael Kendricks was a second rounder, and yeah. right. Hicks was a third rounder. Third rounder. But they okay. were they were. Uh, How about Mike Kendrick- Mamola? He wasn't a linebacker. He was a, was a, no, he was a, he was a, no, no, he, he wasn't. Uh, they drafted a DN. He, he was built like a linebacker, linebacker, but he was a defensive I got you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Just, just discount that guy on the yeah, end of the bar. Exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Do you want to talk about dogs and shit? So Anon uh, These two are brothers. I'm sitting right between the two of them. Yeah. <laughs> a non uh, draft question for you, Ed. The last yeah. question for me. Uh are you concerned that the fact and I knew they were said it was gonna take a little bit of you know, a little bit of time to heal, but are you a little concerned about the fact that Carson Wentz is, is basically saying that his back isn't healed yet? Well, I mean, he was optimistic when he said he thinks he can be back for OTAs. So, yeah, I mean, it's a concern that it's not healed. But, you know, is a back ever fully healed? I mean, backs are one of those tricky parts of the body that, you know, when does it fully heal? When do you know if it's fully healed? Uh, Sean you know, sneezed uh, yesterday. His back hasn't been right yeah, since. Yeah, my back is actually messed up right now. <laughs> As we're talking, my back is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. me personally, like if he's – you get the OTAs and he's not participating. That, that is I, a concern. That I start that worrying. That is a concern. Exactly. And you know what? I think the Eagles could take a quarterback in this draft. I mean, I, I like the kid from Buffalo, this Tyreek Jackson, big, strong-arm kid, not ready to step in, though. But I really think, you know, they signed that uh, Luis Perez yeah. from the, uh, the AAF. Oh, I mean, right. appa- I, apparently, that dude's got a cannon. Yeah, I don't know a thing about him. I mean, I don't know anything about Luis Perez. He can mow a lawn. Oh, stop <laughs> it, dude. See, yeah. oh. that's not very nice. Sean. <laughs> Sorry, Ed. I apologize. Yeah. No wor- no problem, man. I I He's, I don't uh, know I don't know what kind of one you're talking about. Uh, as but, long as it uh, ends up looking like a landing strip, we're good to go. Yeah. All right. There you go. That's that's my kind of lawn. <laughs> oh, God. My question I'm for sorry, you. I'm sorry, Ed. I'm sorry, Ed. 
My question no, that's is fine. for you. But yeah, it's a concern to say, yeah, if Wentz isn't there, you know, throwing, you know, participating in OTAs, then I'm concerned. Right now, uh, he sounded optimistic. I think he'll be all right. I, but who knows? I mean, they'll probably take it slow with them. No rush. They're not, you know, Doug will say, hey, we're not playing a game in May or June. Yeah, yeah. That's the way the Eagles do shit. I'm not concerned about it yet. My right, question, right. I'm not my, concerned either. My question for you, Ed, is um, we all know the quality of the running back position and the um, – in, the, in our division, are the Eagles going to be ones that are able to compete with that quality with those teams, or are they going to be, you know, second rate? What do you feel our running game is going to be able to do as far as qualifying against the other teams with well, their running I, they, backs? Well, they need to upgrade the personnel to, to me, you know, uh, and they're going to do that. In the, they're going to do that in the draft. They did that with Jordan Howard. Um, I like but, Howard. I like Howard as well. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I think he's a, he's a short yardage guy you know yeah. which is something they didn't have last year i mean garrett blunt gave him that in the super bowl year but they didn't have that i mean how frustrating was it they'd come to third and one and they'd give it to josh adams who you know is being misused as a guy that stands next yes. to the quarterback to yeah, get a ball yeah. he's he's the kind of guy that has to get ahead of steam yep. you have to put your quarterback under center and Eye get formation. josh adams it's the demarco yeah, murray exactly. situation the same you were watching the same thing all yep. over again with josh adams Yep, and it almost looks like he wasn't comfortable knowing where to go. Like, tiptoed into the line on third and one, and he got tackled have. by the line. So, I mean, how, you know, so that's what Howard brings. Is he brings that uh, ability to pick up short, you know, short yards and like third and twos and, you know, fourth and ones. You know, you can give it to him and feel pretty reasonably sure that, you know, more often than not, he's going to get it. So, do you uh, feel the Eagles will see that eye power running game again? Well, I, I don't. I'm not sure that's part of the way they do business. Oh. I mean, he, I just think that you know he'll get the ball in short yardage. He'll give. He'll be their you know their early down back until he proves he can't do it. But you know the Eagles are always a running back by committee team. You know, I mean the Cowboys are obviously going to ride Zeke. The, the Giants are going to ride Saquon. Uh, we'll see what that uh, Geisy or Geis, yeah. yeah for the Redskins has you know towards ACL early. So we'll see. I mean. To me, I don't think the Eagles will ever have that one back that they give the ball to 25 times a game or whatever, 20 times a game. They're going to mix it up. They're going to spread it out. They're going to give each guy, you know, X amount of carries, probably never more than 12 to 15 per guy. It's so um, yeah, and, and but listen, you <sighs> say that, but what was the last, <clears throat> who was the last team that won a Super Bowl that had one dominant back? Right. I, it, it's it, Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah Terrell yeah. Davis? I, I, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know. James the Patriots with Corey Dillon. Yep. Yeah, but he wasn't even, really. Even he was kind of like a. Wasn't a. They they had other guys in there too, right? Yeah, I don't think the guy that's led the league in rushing, like Shady McCoy, led the league in rushing one year. They Eagles didn't win the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. it's just. I think the guy, you know, those those guys that lead the league in rushing. You'd, I'd have to go back and look, but I'm thinking you know, Terrell David. I'm thinking back in the '96, '97 with the Broncos. That's my might, guess. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, it could be. be. So, it. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, now maybe, you know, the Cowboys will change that with Zeke. I don't think so. Maybe the Giants, you know, Saquon. No, I love Saquon. After, but, after Cowboys. <laughs> he ain't yeah, doing shit. I know. I, right. I, well, yeah. I mean, I like that. Yeah, like, half shirt right. wearing faggot. Oh, yo. Right. Oh, he's a half shirt. Yeah. Well, he's the, a half you know, shirt. The, the Rams almost did it last year with Gurley, but then Gurley was hurt in the postseason. Um, right. So, right. you know, so they didn't win at all, but maybe the Rams do it with Gurley. You know, he's, he's kind of the dominant running back out there, but you know, until somebody does it right now, the, the running back by committee, 
seems to work. I mean, the Eagles won a Super Bowl with a running back by committee. Yeah, it worked. It worked. And especially under this system with Peterson. And New England's been doing it for years, and look where they, you know. Uh, right. I hate right, to say exactly. it, but, yeah. Right. So, yeah. I mean, you know, it is frustrating. You'd like to see that one guy like Le'Veon Bell, <clears throat> you know, and I really wish the Eagles would have signed him, but. Yeah, that would have yeah, been nice. I know, I know. Yeah, especially he, he, he was a steal at the end of that. Damn. Yeah, I mean, I would have loved to have seen this this offense with just the one back that you can throw it to a three down back, can yeah. pass block, uh, just to see what this offense could do. But um, but listen, you know they have multiple options at running back. I think that's not going to change even if they draft somebody. Uh, and they have, like you said, they have Ertz, they have Goddard at the tight end, they have the receivers and Jeff. I mean, they've got a lot of weapons yeah. and only one ball. Yep. So they got to figure out a way to get you know everybody involved. And not throw the ball so much to Zach Ertz like Wentz did when he played last year. Yeah. Um, you know that was just way too many. Uh, I think he what he had 116 catches, something like that. Uh, yeah. That can't that can't happen this year. And um, Sean was actually right. The last team to win the Super Bowl that led to the NFL in rushing was uh, the Denver Broncos with Terrell Davis. Hey, look at that! Yeah. Hey, there you go, man. Look at that. Yeah. Best, no, I, best pull I've had in a while. So no, I I think that um, I think that the um. What was I going to say? Sean threw me off. I, no, I think that the Le'Veon Bell uh, deal w- would have been nice, but I, I think that Jordan Howard for a six-round pick and as little as you're paying him oh, yeah. was, was a good move. Absolutely. He so, doesn't compare to Le'Veon Bell, though. No, but I mean, like, Not just by, by comparison of the money and everything else that goes into it, they might mm-hmm. be better off with Howard than Le'Veon Bell is what I'm coming He's a younger, stronger, more durable Jay Ajayi. Right. Well, yeah, much more durable. Much more that's durable. That's the way to look at it. Like, I, I, just, I just feel like people, like, you know, when we made this deal, people were like, yeah, 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 that's the answer. Like, I don't think he's the long-term answer at running back. Well, I mean, we'll see. Now, and yeah. the, the other question I want to ask you about is um, the safety position um, in the first round. I know that there's Adderley and there's at least one other guy. Are you thinking that the, you know – Garner Johnson. Garner Johnson is that? Yeah, okay. Florida. Yeah, there's they, the Eagles are actually in on four safeties. They like the kid from Maryland, Darnell Savage. They like the kid from Florida, uh, Chauncey Gardner, whatever Johnson, I think. Yeah. And they like a kid from Virginia, Juan Thornhill. Right. Uh, and they like Nasir Adderley. Um, and you know, Joe Douglas talked a lot about Nasir Adderley. I. You know, if I had to lay it out, I think they're going to take a safety in the second round, and I think it's going to be one of those four guys because I think one of those four guys will still be there. If they stay put sure. at 53, I think they're going to grab one there. Uh, and then if, with the third, with the second pick in that second round, uh, you know, I don't know which way. I think it will depend where they go in the first round. We'll determine where they might go in the second round with that second pick. But I think they're going to grab a safety in the second round. Okay. And I think they'll either grab a running back or a wide receiver. I think it's probably going to be a running back. Um, you know, or maybe a defensive tackle. I mean, I, again, they they could go a bunch of different ways. Right, they're know, in a good position right to... now. They don't yeah, need anything, and and there's there's but they they could use some depth at a few different positions. Yeah, it's it's right, a good spot right. to be. And, and, and look, and I'm looking at like a Kelsey who's going to probably resi- you know retire sooner or later, sooner sure, rather yeah. than later. Exactly. Jason Peters, like you mentioned, you know. So do you look at some more options along that offensive line? Guys that have some versatility. You know, you, you mentioned the running back. Wide receiver we talked about, you know, it takes a year to kind of get a guy up to speed, and you're going to probably lose Aguilar. Jeffrey's due for a big hit, you know, big number. Jackson's 32, so, you know, receiver uh, to kind of build up some depth there. Safety, 
clearly they need somebody there. They signed that kid from the Vikings, not a kid. He's 32, Andrew uh, Sadejo. Yeah. yeah. You know, he'll probably be the third. And then Avante Maddox, you know, he played pretty well when he stepped in. Yes, he did. Uh, he played very well. Yeah. last year. Yeah. So maybe they had, they, they put him in the mix. So, you know, you don't know what they're thinking as far as, okay, we can put Maddox there. We don't need a, sa- a safety necessarily. So let's get a defensive tackle. They really have put themselves in a good position to say, this is our best player on the board. Uh, so what if it's, uh, you know, whatever position, a linebacker, let's take him in the second round. They do need, I would be more comfortable with them getting a linebacker because, you know, N- Nigel Bradham is, you know, he's another tough guy. We talked about Kelsey being tough. You know, Bradham played with a broken uh, thumb last year, yeah. uh, late in the season. And he's just a tough guy, real warrior, sells out his body, but you don't know how he's going to hold up. And he's, you know, he's another guy that's kind of on a year to year type contract. So, uh, you know, I could see them taking a linebacker if there's one there they like. I know there's an Alabama linebacker. I think Alex Mack or Mack something Mac. It could be a second round uh, target. So okay. <clears throat> a lot, a lot of ways they can go. I mean, it, you know, it's going to be a fun draft. It, it always is. Right. So, um, Ed, um, last question. I got one more too. I'm sorry. I thought um, I won. Um, sorry. So, so we talked about the Carson Wentz thing a little bit. Um, <laughs> Nate Sudfeld. Like, um, you know, we know all know a lot of NFL teams are hiring him. They put a second round tender on him. Is, is he legit? Like, if, if it comes to it, you know, and he has to come in and step in, like, what do you think? Is, is he is he legit? I, I I don't have any idea. I mean, you know, he, he could be Nate, Nate Suckfeld or Nate Studfeld. I mean, yeah. you know, you go, you go two different ways, Suckfeld or Studfeld. So, uh, nice. I, I really don't have any idea, man. I, I mean, he played that game against the Cowboys in the Super Bowl year, that meaningless game, and you know, showed some accuracy, kind of a tough situation to step into. Uh, the Eagles are pretty confident with him, though. I mean, he's been on the roster now for two years, knows the offense, uh, seems to have a, a skill set they like, so uh, hasn't played in many games. That's the only thing that is the drawback is he doesn't have that experience like Nick Foles obviously had. Uh, and even uh, Chase Daniel had when they brought him here, even though he sucked. Yeah. Uh, you know, he had been on some rosters, and he's got that experience, so – uh, that's what Sudfeld doesn't have. And um, that's something whoever they draft or sign as an undrafted free agent at quarterback, you know, maybe Trace McSorley could, could still be hanging out there as an undrafted guy that oh, they yeah. sign. There or you go. They have some familiarity with the Vanderbilt quarterback, Kyle Shermer, who uh, is the son of Pat Shermer and uh, was actually a ball boy uh, when he was at LaSalle High School College or LaSalle College High School. Um, when Pat Shermer was the uh, offensive coordinator for Chip Kelly and he was a ball boy in camp. And I remember watching them when the bleachers, uh, you know, they're, they're shagging punts and there's this kid shagging punts, you know, 50, 60 yards down the field. And he's throwing the ball back on a line back to the line of scrimmage where the punt was happening. And me and a couple of reporters are standing around like, who, who the heck is that kid? He's got a cannon. And he's throwing the ball, you know, 50, 50 60 yards. And it, it was Pat Shermer. He was a junior in high school at the time. And, he went to Vanderbilt. You know, he's a kid that the Eagles have some familiarity with it. Uh, you know, they could draft, or if he doesn't get drafted, I think he will get drafted late. Uh, but if he okay. doesn't, you know, maybe they bring him in. But they're, they're, that's the problem, you know, to get back to, to Sudfeld is they don't know – nobody knows really what they have except for Peterson and his staff. They think they know what they have. <clears throat> but until we see him in games and actually get some experience, uh, you know, we're not really going to know for sure what he's going to bring to the table. Right, right. So, yeah, Ed, my last question that I have, and I know we got to wrap it up. I'm sorry to keep you, but um, the 
the kicking the can down the road of the the contracts and the the renegotiations of all these guys and transferring money into like signing bonuses and this and that that seems to extend it out further. Do you see any problem with that? Do you think? I mean, I know that that's not the way that New England goes about it. I mean, I know I'm going deep in the numbers and stuff, but like, do, do you think they're okay doing this? Do you, do you think it's? What are your thoughts on that? You know, I I don't really worry too much about the money. I mean, I I think. You know, the way Howie does business, uh, you know, and I know he does kick the can down the road or plays the shell game. The Eagles came into the offseason with the worst salary cap situation in the NFL. You know, they were way over the salary cap. And you look at them now, and they're like 21, 22 million under the salary cap. Yeah. And, and they really haven't had to get lot, rid of a lot of guys. You see teams have to cut players because they can't afford them any longer. Right. Um, you know, so he was able to manage the cap and get them to that number. And as long as players are agreeable to that, uh, you know, redoing your deal or <clears throat> taking more up front like Lane Johnson has always been receptive to that. Zach Ertz did it this year. I mean, they, this is what they look for in players when they draft is good quality guys and, uh, who care about football and who care about winning. And I think if you have the right guy that says, look, you need some money so we can bring in to make this team better, bring in players, then, hey, let's let's do a deal. And and I think they have that in Carson Wentz. It'll be interesting to see how his contract shakes down. Yeah. And you hit uh oh. All the time so they can bring players in to keep that team competitive. Um, you know, so you hope that that's what they have in Carson Wentz. You don't know uh, how money affects guys, and uh, but they think that his head is screwed on straight where he'll, you know, work with the team. You look at like uh, Bryce Harper, you know, he yeah. took probably a little less just so the team can, you know, he's only making, only making 26 million or so <laughs> a year. But, you know, he could have gotten 30 or 32. But, you know, he left some wiggle room in the payroll. To, yeah, he, he, uh, he extended it out a little bit longer just to give him the wiggle room, basically. Yeah, right, exactly. Like, yeah. So I think, so I don't, you know, with, as far as Eagles go, I, I don't really worry about that whole money thing. I don't really analyze it that closely because I know, uh, you know, when they need money, Howie always seems to find it without yeah. too much of a disruption to the team. Well, yeah, right. it's, it's, yeah. well, that's good. It makes me feel a little bit better that, you know, <laughs> you're feeling that way about it too then. Yeah, happy to help. <laughs> well, Ed, Ed, thank you so much. Hey. Uh, thanks for some, you know, spending so much time with us tonight too. Yeah, yeah that was, that was great fun, insight, man. man. Yeah. Really Usually like fifteen, really twenty minutes. Yeah, you're like forty minutes, but thanks, Ed. Hey, awesome hey, insight, hey. dude. And, yeah, I hope uh, you had fun too. Man. Anytime, I enjoy it. Nice laid back atmosphere. It's cool. I, you know, I like doing it. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, every time we've had you on, man, you've been a great guest, and we we appreciate it very much. Yeah, we hope like to get you face to face somewhere, but uh, just don't bring your dog. <laughs> well, at least for Ryan's sake, yeah. Uh, Nobody, or, yeah. Or, yeah. Or my cat, right? Yeah, yeah. no cat, no cat. I don't know how I'm feeling. No dog, no cat. <laughs> or hairy nipples. <laughs> or hairy nipples. Yeah, <laughs> leave, yeah, leave a shirt on. <laughs> oh. oh man. Yeah. All uh, right. Yeah, it's well. a regular Friday night here at the uh, Corner Pub Sports Bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Well, hit, uh, hey, hit me up anytime. Thanks. Yeah, 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 we look forward abs- to the draft. Ed. Absolutely. We look forward man. to your mock draft. We're, we're going to be reading it up, and yeah, it's going to be great, man. Yeah, yeah. I'll tweet it out. Kratzy, K R A C Z E. You can hit me on Twitter, and I'll just, you know, I try to put all my stuff up. So. And you're with the. Uh, you're, you're still with the Sports Exchange. Yep, the Sports Exchange. I have a website with them too. It's uh, footballmaven.io/eagle. Uh, cool. I put some put some videos up and. Uh, all my stories get posted up there too. So that's um, awesome, man. A couple different ways you can you can find my stuff. Awesome. Sounds great. Hey, thank you so much, man. All right, fellas. All no right. Problem. Take care. Have, Have a good night. night. All yep. right. Later. Ed Kratz. That's fantastic.
Great insight, so, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. A lot of stuff, a lot yeah. of content. You know, he's, he's been with the team for about nine years, I think now. He knows eight, his shit, eight or man. nine he years. Rounded yeah, off so. like he must have rounded off like thirty different guys. Yeah. The offensive line, safeties, like he. Yeah, he knows. <laughs> Good for him, man. It was funny. We're about we're about to talk to the, about the Phillies, and then he called in. It's all right. We don't. Uh, we have enough well, to we, talk we, about. We, we have uh, enough to talk about. Speaking of the Phillies, I do have an SSCS, but. We're not ready for this yet, and I got to take a piss first. Once anyway. Ryan comes down, yeah, we'll okay. talk as to see us. But uh, uh, yeah, just yeah, basically, just to hit on the Phillies real quick, and we'll do as to see us. But you know, Phillies have been playing really well, you know, really well the last uh, couple yeah, of games. Yeah, Sean, they you had. Can talk about the game you went to. I'll come back down. And yeah, talk Thursday about the game I went to. Yeah, Thursday was great. Uh, it was a uh, business person special, first one I've been into in a long time. But uh, they pulled off, you know, and Gabe managed as well. Jake Arrieta. Mm. Jake Arrieta pitches. Fantastic, uh, base. You know, uh, uh, delay, this year he's been fantastic, and uh, he pitched great that that day. And uh, you know, they tried to give him the complete game. He couldn't get the first guy out, so they they brought in the bullpen. He got a little shaky. He gave up a run, but you know, they, they, it he's worked doing out. His job. Yeah, it worked out, and they and they finished it off, and uh, they got a you know series win. And it's tough because then you you know it's an afternoon game. Uh, Thursday, but you know, still you're going almost. Ca- it was ca- a little chilly, a little overcast. Yeah, but you're going uh, almost cross country, and you have to play the Rockies the the very next day, out in Colorado. That, that's rough, man. That is. Um, and they 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 lose last night. I don't know what they're doing now, but um, you know, and Colorado's not the easiest place to play. But Jake Jake Arrieta has become the ace of the staff right now, pitching great ball right now. Um, and they, how about Noah's struggles? Yeah, that, that, that's concerning. But um, I, I he'll he'll bounce out. I think the Nola thing is wait I wait th- till the, the temperature's eighty degrees. You know, I think know, it's yeah. mechanics. Yeah, he'll he'll be. I fine. think it's mechanics. I think it's you know just something that's not quite right. You know, and they'll they'll figure it out. Absolutely. Um, they they designated uh, uh, Pavetta. Down. He's not even worth a breath on the show. No, and they and they bring up Eichhoff. Yeah, well, Eichhoff was with the team, but now Eichhoff's now in the starting rotation. So. Uh, I, I'm I'm gonna lay on my sword, and I'm gonna say that I was wrong about J, uh, uh, Pavetta because I thought that he was gonna be half decent this year. Um, not well, to say he still hasn't had a chance to be half you decent. You didn't really give him a, an extreme vote of confidence. What you said was I have a lot of hope for him. I said that his stuff was really good. Well, and 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 and, and then I thought he, well, I said I thought he was gonna have a breakout year, and and he had like he's been horrible. His he has really good stuff. He doesn't have confidence, and that's why he was designated. Enough of that experiment. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what Ryan said in the one text. He's like, I, I'm done. I'm, I'm yeah, done with that experiment. Pivetta, I don't. I truly believe you never see him in the majors again. Oh, we're talking about Wednesday's game. Yeah, Wednesday's so game. go ahead. Go for it. Yeah, I, I don't think uh, you ever see Pavetta in the majors again. Yeah, so I ended up going to the uh, to that game Tuesday. So I got to witness the um, – I got in there right after – I was going into the game and I seen on the uh, on the TV the um, the inning-ending ground uh, double play that Pavetta got out of the first inning on. Basically got out of trouble and, you know, kind of right, right. scaved out because, you know, it could have been bad. Followed up by eight runs – Eight runs before a single out. It wasn't until it was the amazing. pitcher amazing. came up that there was even an out. It was amazing. And then they scored, what, 10, 11? 
It was 10, then, 10 it was in the 10, first 10 inning. 10 to nothing. And when you score 10 in the first inning, you need your pitcher to go out and give you seven, eight innings. Well, yeah. right. Especially with the, the schedule they have coming up. I think they got 17 days without a day off. Although, not, which was the, big for Arietta to go right. almost nine the, the next night. night. Yeah, but however, however, before we go into that, I, I hear what you're saying, but they only used two pitchers that game. And the other one took his place in the starting lineup. So they did not waste their bullpen with that. They didn't. But, but in hindsight, like the, the, the bullpen hasn't been – it's been okay lately. And I hear you, but they brought up somebody knowing that they didn't have a bullpen guy to be a long-inning guy, and it worked out. You know, it, it wasn't great the way it went down, but it worked out for them. They have two guys pitch that game. It did, but at the same time, like, like we all know what the starting rotation is. So, so somewhere, if the Phillies want to get to where we want them to be, somewhere either the starting rotation needs to boom or the bullpen needs to boom. Right. And I, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with that. You know, you you made Pavetta the number two starter. You showed a vote of confidence in him. Yeah. And, and it just, he hasn't, he can't get out of the fifth inning. Yeah. I can't argue. I mean, right now, neither can Aranoa, but. It's true. Um, I have a lot more faith in Aranoa than I do Nick Well, he's going to, you would. Uh, I, I'm feeling pretty good. He's got a history already. Around. I mean, yeah. Pavetta right. doesn't have anything. Noah will figure it out. Like I, I all, th- I think we all agree that by the end of the season, Noah will be Aaron Noah. Yeah, I mean he's not going to win a Cy Young now. No, he's not. But but Noah he'll figure it out. Noah will, he'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, before we, we're going to do the uh, the schedules are released. The NFL schedules are released. Um, real quick, should we do SSCS now? Should we do Flyers? Uh, Let's get in the Flyers. Yeah, let's talk about the Flyers coach. Yeah, you know quick. what? Let's do well. I no, we already. Yes, fine. All right, that's whatever. The Flyers are going on the peak of power play. I know. That's all right. We've been backtracking. Uh, Flyers hire a new coach. What do you guys think? Um, like the hire? Yeah, like like we had the text thread going, and I think Sean nailed it. I I like the hire. I do. But until you see a major culture shift with this team, um, and again, I don't, I don't want to be that guy that's like tooting my own horn. But this core, like I'm on record, what four years ago saying they should have traded Drew, not because he's not a good player, because look where you're at right now. Um, What's his name? Alan. How do you say his last name? Alan Vignay. 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 Okay. Vignet. okay. Um, I, I, he came had, from the Rangers, came from Vancouver. He has an amazing pedigree. He's got 11 seasons where his team has scored 100 points. He's uh, been to the finals twice. He's been to the conference finals six times. So why is he out there? That's a, he's a, he, had a, he had a rough uh, ending stretch with, with the Rangers. Yeah. So Jason Martinez actually tweeted this out about Vignay. Here's what Alan Vignay has accomplished in his two previous stops. Vancouver, 632 win percentage in seven seasons, five 100-point seasons, like um, Ryan just said. 
105, 100, 103, 117, and 111 points. Mm-hmm. Impressive. Rangers, 596 win percentage in five seasons. They had 96, 113, 101, 102, and last year 77. And he, bo- he took both teams to the cup final. That's impressive. Very, very impressive. Yes, he has a good pedigree. Um, and, I mean, just look at the teams. Vancouver's not the same team since he left. The Rangers are definitely not the same team since he left. Yeah. Um, but, again, it, it's not even about that. I like to hire his coach. It's not the typical Flyers hire. Again, even with Dave Hackstall, that wasn't the typical Flyers hire. It's not a Flyer guy. Right. Which for 45 fucking years they've done, and it's done nothing for them. Um, but again, the, there's a major culture shift in this whole organization. That what, has, is, what is the problem with this team, though? Well, number one, they can't draft, and number two, they don't get free agents. They hold on to, to, to young talent like it's, you know, they're the next Jonathan Tavares or – Chris Pronger, and, and it never pans out. Uh, that It's just the same fucking cycle with this team. So do you think that like guys like Provorov or Moran or Ghost or like those type of guys that they feel are too valued? or I do. Like, like I like Provorov. Um, we had the conversation on a text thread. Provorov and Hart are the only guys from this team that I wouldn't consider trading. Um, I, I just... They overvalue young talent, and they they wait forever to bring them up. They they go through. They have a coach, a new coach every three four years, and and that this isn't just recently. This has been going on for thirty years at this team. Right. You know, the flyer way. Yeah, it's it hasn't been work. A you know what? And it's it's gotten to the point where I mean, I can't speak for everyone. But it's gotten to the point where I've lost a bit of interest in the team. I don't even care. Like exactly, Mike. I I, I don't I've watch them like, or pace. Like I used to be pretty in. Like I'm not into the Flyers hockey as much. Like, and I know Sean, you're you know you have the season tickets. You're into it a little bit more. But like of and and obviously life happens, and I'm a little bit more busy. But of the teams, like the Flyers are the team that I kind of backed off of. Exactly. Like right now, you like the past couple of years, you make it a point to watch Sixers. Right. Yeah, they're exciting. They right. the, the, this right. off season that the Phillies had, the last four or five years with the Phillies, it's been ugh. right. But this but year, the, yeah, it's you make it a dead. point to watch. It. Yeah. yeah. The Eagles, come on. That, that, well, the Eagles are the Eagles. Right, I mean, right, like, right. there's 16 games. It's on a Sunday. So you always have a chance right. to watch it. But I know me personally, probably since the strike, the strike happened in the NHL. Yeah. I mean, my my thing with the Flyers is like, it's it's been f- it's been forty it's been forty plus fucking years, you know, and enough's enough. Like I I've had enough. It doesn't and, work. And and so Gary, you know, Gary texted, oh, I'm really excited because you know he was talking my high tempo and all. Yeah, we had that with Hackstall. So I'm I'm not gonna lie. When they when they got Hackstall, went, wow. They went to a college ranked coach, brought him in. This is awesome. Sean, I was so I was so the same way. It was against what they normally do. Like they didn't hire that flyer guy. They went outside the box. Let's try this because it seemed like they were realizing what we've done for the past forty mm-hmm. years hasn't worked. Now the crazy thing is, as we're saying that, Ken Hitchcock, Peter Laviolette were two other guys that 
weren't internal guys. Mm-hmm. And we didn't, I mean, LaViolette took us to the cup, but, you know, we didn't win anything. So, like, it wasn't the coach. And it's, Ken Hitchcock's the one I feel they shouldn't have fired. I, I feel like they shouldn't have fired LaViolette either. I, but, although, based hockey's, hockey's crazy with, with coaching, man. It's it just, is, it he's is. safe, by the way. And, and, he's P- and it seems like Peter LaViolette. Uh-oh. Um. Yeah, I I don't know, man. Did like, it's just, just pull up with a hamstring. Yeah, they now have three players with hamstring injuries. Um, the Phillies do. That's that's fantastic. He came out. Yeah, Scott Kerry left the game. He oh, that's lovely. Pulled hamstring. Him, Herrera, and uh, Segura should all, be back all in have a day or two, hamstring though. injuries. He's day to day. He should be back. So well, now that he has to be back because nobody else can play shortstop. He lost their backup. Christ, man. His but replacement anyway. just pulled up lane. Um. I'm just, I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I just want to see results. I'm tired of the whole. We're gonna, uh, you know, like Gary was saying, oh, the, the up tempo. Yeah, yeah, we heard the same thing. The personnel doesn't match. No. Like you have a bunch of old guys. Like Vorch, look, they are a young team, but your core is still older guys. Exactly. And Sean, it, it really seems like, again, I don't want to make this like what I've said, but like, it really seems like you guys are starting. Like, I've been here for five, six years. Yeah. I, I have. Like, like I love Colt Claude Drew. He's an amazing player. He's, like, second or third in the league in scoring in the past, what, six, seven years mm-hmm. behind Sidney Crosby. Like, he's an amazing First player. First in uh, special teams. Right. Goals and A completely points. amazing player. When did I write that article? And again. Two I, years ago. I That's, know. Yeah. Two or three years yeah, ago. Yeah, two years ago. Like, I know how it sounds. It sounds like I'm just. But. Like this, oh, but is Drew the problem? For you. No, he's not. He's not a problem. What I'm saying is not a problem. The problem. No, like the, this core. Right. Like you, you seen the writing on the wall four years ago. You weren't going to win with this core. Right. Yeah, but they Jake Voracek to me is one of the most overrated players. He should have been off three years ago. Right. Like, like he's overrated. Right. I, well, I agree with you there. But the thing is, is that like. They tried the culture change when they got rid of Carter and Richards. Obviously, they were pill-popping and everything else, but they they did that, and it ended up making them worse. Although, you know, Simmons was good. Shen, Shen didn't work out. Hartnell, oh, this fucking team. Exactly. Uh, that's it, Mike. That, that's right. the reaction right there. Yeah. You can go back and be like, well, that seemed like a good well, trade, but then, like. JVR, they got rid of them. You and should have never got never, rid of them. They traded them for Luke Shen to have the brothers together, and then fucking JVR goes off, and then you fucking then he's your big free agent. For right, like, like you should have never traded them. It could be worse. You could uh, be uh, you could be Tampa or Pittsburgh right now. Nah, well, well, Tampa, Tampa Bay Lightning, one of best the best teams yeah, record the in the league. Yeah, but they won Stanley Cup. Swept, recently. exactly. Swept. Yeah. Swept. They won one uh, but, Stanley okay, Cup. Okay, okay. They've only won one in their career? Yeah. Okay, Sean, I hear that. They've been swept. But right now, right now. No, I'm you, just saying, as their right, fans right now, right. you know what, what your team is. Right, Come but, on. Are you kidding me? But Nobody, right now. Tampa Bay fans were going in the clubs going, we're going to win the fucking cup. Yeah. What, all three of them? Right. Huh? Yeah. All three yeah. of the Tampa Bay Good fans? Good point, Mike. It doesn't matter. It, still, the, that fan but base is going. in the grand going. scope of things, right now, would you rather be the Philadelphia Flyers or the Tampa Bay Lightning? Right now? Yes. Tampa Bay Lightning. Exactly. Yeah. I'd rather be the Tampa Bay Lightning exactly. because, because, you know, you're... Because you got Steven Stamkos. Yeah. And you I, got... Uh, the, the, 
And you're consistently there. Exactly. The Flyers were for a while, and then it, it just... It's so weird that, like, you hear the names of, like, years, Tavares and Crosby and Malkin and Stamkos and all those guys, McDavid, but yet Giroux has the second best, and he's not considered in that super... Like, he's not in that same status. Like and It was for a while. But but was he? Was he ever, like, Stamkos? Yeah. Was he ever... Yeah, back, back in, like, 2010, man. People well, I don't were, know if he was a guy that ever... 2010, like, 2011, I mean... Even though he puts up more points than those guys, apparently, but he's nah, not I them. think Giroux like, was the guy, like, if you put a Steven Stamkos with him, look what he'd have 100 points Look what happened when you put Yarmir Yager with him. Exactly. Was, he'd have 100 points He was unbelievable season. that year. All right, let's finish up the show with this final... Uh, final oh, well, we got hey, to the SSC, us too. Oh, yeah, we got to do that. Let's do that first, then we'll do uh, our predictions. Seeming swallowing cocksucker of the week. Good prep. And this is why. You cocksucker! I'll punch you in the mouth! All right, so is it me? Yeah, Ryan? Go ahead. No, I got one. I got okay. one. Okay, I got one. Yeah, I got one. You know, it's going to sound a little fucked up, but it's a little private that I can't discuss on the air. Um, I think you all know my situation, what's mm-hmm. going on. Okay. Oh, so, so who's your swallow cocksucker, you chip bag? Just spit it out. I can't. Well, then why'd you bring why'd it up? Why'd you even bring it up? I can't. I can't. I can't. You can do it next week. I can't. Yeah, I can do it next week, but this is a preview. So I'll say right now, Chris Sheridan, go fuck yourself, you semen swallowing cocksucker. I mean, that's fair. Oh, okay. Semen yeah. swallowing cocksucker. All the week. And this is why. You cocksucker! I'll punch you in the mouth! Don't worry about who I bring up. I'll bring up whoever the fuck I want to bring He's up. He's all drunk. Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> Jesus. Mine are my co-workers. <laughs> okay. um, so, we don't I talk about work here. <laughs> Too late. Go ahead. Um, so... I went to the uh, the Phillies game on Tuesday. Club box suite. That's your Siemens phone cocksucker? Does club box suite? Uh, what they what do, he, Mike? They he, didn't suck your dick, did they? No, he was a Siemens phone cocksucker. Yeah, they didn't swallow, did they, Mike? Them Philly fucks, they didn't swallow it. Yeah, they made you leave it on their face, didn't they, Mike? <laughs> them fuckers. Yo, were the hot girls here? Jesus Christ, he's so smashed. Were the hot girls here, Mike? That's why Mike don't wear a beard. <laughs> it itches him. Brian says it itches his ball sack. So, first of all, you're all semen swallowing cocktail. Sean, you, have, you, you haven't done Because... When it's time for the semen swallowing cocksucker, it's their time to rent. And you guys shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! Yeah, what he said. Go ahead, Mike. I fucking love you, Mike. <laughs> so anyway, um, no, mine Brian. are my coworkers. I've been, first time ever, I've been to over 100 Phillies games. Mike's first time ever I get to shut the fuck up. <laughs> first time ever I get to go to a, yeah. a, a club box suite, yeah. right? And they scored 10 rounds in the first. They inning. scored 10 rounds. Yeah, it was Them fucking cock great. Suckers. Right. So I got two coworkers that I go with. The one I turn around in like, I don't know, middle of the 5th inning, top of the 5th inning. 
I don't know. I, I don't see her. Like, maybe she's going to the bathroom, whatever. I don't know. Maybe she's just out of my sight line. I leave. I, I leave. <laughs> I, I walk back to see, like, hey, yeah, what's going on? This and that. Oh, yeah, she left. She left. It's the it's not even – it's the fifth inning. She, she could have left in the fourth inning. She, she can walk, walk home. She left Shut in the out. fifth inning of a warm, comfortable, food-provided, drinks-provided club. You bus. fucking goddamn fucker. That's yeah. fucked up. Yeah, you can't do that. Well, so then the other one that I'm like, yeah, where'd she go? She's like, yeah, she left. Hey, I'm they're, – they're up too much. I'm leaving. They're up too much. So her and somebody else leaves. You didn't swallow enough. Like who who leaves an Eagles game when they're up fifty six to three? I ain't leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm watching. I'm enjoying every fucking minute of that. And you're in a club box suite. I mean, it was a beautiful night to begin with, but nonetheless, I think you open the the window up. You have the food. You have the beer. Mike, you should have said you're not leaving until you swallow. Oh. So anyway, (laughs) Mike only. Never mind. So to dig to to go further into it. Generally, exactly. the people, the people, the people in the club box suite that get that gets tickets to a club box suite, in general, are my semen swallowing cocksucker. To take it a step further, because the rest of the people in there, all sat around. The one guy asked me, like, you know, what what's the percentage of pop fly, fly balls that go foul or something? Do they what? track that or something? I was like, I'm gonna go sit down, buddy. You enjoy the game. What the fuck is that? Like, what and then the they fuck? all sat around and talked like about work or whatever they were talking oh, about. And joked around, and it was like, it was like social hour. I'm like, I don't think a, a single person has watched a baseball game in their life, and they're sitting in a club box suite, drinking like. And I'm just thinking of like us, that never gets to go to these games, and these are the people that sit in the club, and it's not just this one. It's ninety percent of the club box suites. Oh, they don't. Yeah, they're just yeah, people dude. that like. Hey, my, so your SSCs, your SSCs should be the business people to go to the uh, yeah, club box Just game. like the, the workers that go to a club box yeah, game like, and like, don't like the club like, box seat that's just handed out yeah. at a work function. Yeah. Right, that like with people that don't care and the true fans are sitting there like we're like guys like us. If we had a box, it would be a party. It'd be fire watching. I was in, I was in uh, twice. Once for the one for an Eagles game. Yeah, NL, no, I've been NL, in a, a couple for Eagles. This is the first one I was in for the Phillies. Yeah, Philly, Phillies NLCS 09 when they clinched, and then the other one I was in Pat Burrell's box because because um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the bat. He's, um, he was in how, how to taste. His best friend was uh, on the team was Jason Michaels, and yeah. my grandfather was good friends with Jason Jason Michaels' his dad. How does so, box taste? I, it was like tastes like. Yeah, it tastes like uh, all the poon he had. Yeah. yeah. yeah Pat Burrell got some. The oh, yeah, he did. did. All right, we got to wrap this up, so let's go. Seeming swallowing cocksucker of the week. Mine and is this is why. You cocksucker. You have one. Fuck you. I'll punch you in the mouth. No, you're, you're fucking never... out. Yeah, you said you didn't have uh, one. I saw him out. It's probably something stupid. Go ahead. No, fuck you. It is stupid. Guys, you want Ryan for not sharing his semen swallowing cocksucker. That's a good one. Mike for going on and on with his fucking semen co- swallowing cocksucker. And fucking Sean for being a sensitive crybaby during the week. <laughs> you kind of were a sensitive crybaby this week. Sean. But was that wrong? 
Uh, fuck yourself. No, dude. I wasn't wrong. Like, we had the grievances all fair, motherfucker. Seeming swallowing cocksucker. I wasn't wrong. Week. And this is why. You sensitive. I'll punch you in Let's the talk mouth. about sensitive. You call me an asshole. <laughs> Eric and the grievances. That's why we did this all fair, all right, you motherfuckers. All right. All right. Here's my SSCS. It's the people that donated to the, Nor- the Notre Dame Cathedral. When there's a billion poor people around? There's countries, and, and including our own, and countries around the world, and people who are suffering. Like, I'm not talking about the fucking crackheads who did it to themselves. I'm talking about the people who are legitimately, like, their house fucking burnt down, and they have nothing left. And people who are suffering from AIDS and cancer and all this shit. This fucking building loses its top half, and a billion dollars is raised in a fucking day. All right, so like Ralph Lauren, like fuck you, douchebag, and yeah. and the other fucking rich motherfucker in France, you guys put out all this money, a billion dollars in one fucking day, but yet like feed the fucking hungry, you know? Yeah. yeah I mean, look, uh, don't get me wrong, I'm sure they still do okay, but like, there's, but you know what I'm saying? Like there's people yeah, all around I the fucking you. world who are suffering, and in a fucking building, not a living object, not a living, not right, a living right, person. Right. Like a historic a, building, a it's building. a shame it happened. Yeah, but Fuck. like, come on, Someone's buildings like, oh. burned down. Someone's like, "What's gonna happen to Hunchback?" I was like, "Now he's a halfback coming yeah. out all burned up and shit." Yeah, did you, yo, did you see the image fucking of crispy Th- critter? Did, did, yeah, did you see the image of Thanos at the top of the I, building? I, I did, see. <laughs> did you see that? <laughs> it's like he was clinching his fucking yeah. fist with the fucking Infinity Stones. Who? Thanos. Thanos, man. Who's that? Yeah, uh, f- you're like the one person on the planet that hasn't seen Avengers. You'll uh, know when he snaps his fucking fingers, yeah, won't you? Yeah. Hey, fucking dude! I can't wait. I'm, uh, I'm going to see that next That's week. A mythical person. I can't fucking. It's a mythical wait. beast. <laughs> I can't fucking wait. It's a unicorn. <laughs> all right, let's finish up schedule. Yes, here real, we go. real quick, real quick. All right. Give me a pen. Real quick. No, we're not gonna do it real. Yeah, quick. we are. No, we're not. Yeah, no, we are. We're no, fuck you. No, we're not. All right, so no one the... gives a fuck about our. Draft but fucking. The, the, I give a fuck. Draft fucking. Nobody gives a fuck about you. Pre-draft predictions. You and uh, your fucking hair parted to the side. I don't know what's He's wearing a hat. Well, you know, yeah, you got this a hat guy, on. Suburban nah. guy. Because he, he got all sensitive about us fucking. Nah, I wanted to wear a fucking hat. So suburban fuck guy. yourself, yeah. All right, here only we go. Only one motherfucker here without, softball, without a receding guy. hairline, so go fuck yourselves. <laughs> I don't have one. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's called a No, I just got a bald spot. Fucking stadium head. Suburban guy. Your suburban wood. Can't hit a softball. That's suburban wood. Doesn't burn. This guy. Why don't you guys come up with your own fucking jokes? Stop stealing from the drunk guy who comes on the show every month. Because the drunk guy is much funnier than us. Yeah, exactly. He's the funniest. You know, did you see the nipple? So when you use his jokes, the teats. The teats. (laughs) How do teats taste, Sean? I saw the teat. I don't know. It's been a while. All right, here we go. All right. I don't care about the draft. All right, so week one. We're talking to schedule, jackass. Week Pay one. Attention. Eagles home against the Redskins. Win. Sean, win. who you got? Win. Sean's got to win. Win. I got to win. Mike's got to win. Gar, who you got? That's a win. Week he two. He doesn't care, but he's fucking writing down his answers. Week two at Falcons Sunday night, 820. Who we got? Sean? Loss. Win. They play. They play two teams. They only have two road games against Pro Bowl quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers and Matt Ryan. They're going to lose one of them. I'm calling that a win. I Mike, who you got? I got a win. 
I call, I call that a win, win too. Falcons have trouble beating the Eagles. Okay. So you're then, on, then on a short week, Thursday night at Packers. Sean, who you got? They're going to win that one because they're going to lose the one before. So they'll win that one. I got a loss. Yeah, short week. Yeah, that's a loss. Yeah, I say a loss. I say they lose against the Lions. They look ahead to the Packers. Okay. okay. Although I don't think the Packers are that good anymore. They're week. not, but it's still Aaron Rodgers. Week four. Oh, shit. I fucked it up. Week three. Yes. Week three. I'm sorry. That was week four at the Packers. Week three, home against the Lions. Win. That's a win. Win. All right. So skip the Packers week. Yeah. I got I to gotta win. Mike's got to win. Gar. Win. Okay. So then week five at home against the Jets. Win. Win. That's a win. Right, I got to win. Fucking kidding me. Okay, here's where it gets, it gets interesting. Yeah. Week six at Vikings. Sean? Loss. Oof. I got a loss. Kirk Cousins Mike. so bad, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with a loss anyway. Gar? That's a win. Week seven, Sunday night football at Cowboys. Sean? Win. I'm calling that a win. Mike? Loss. Gar win. Gary's got him going sixteen and zero. How do I? Okay, okay. Week eight. <laughs> he's, cow- he's telling on his own. Week eight, one o'clock Sunday at Bills. That's a win. Win. Sean. That's a win. Gar win. That's a third at Bills. That's the third, third straight at, home game. Yeah. So third they, away game. So my my or yeah, third straight away game. I I say if they can. If they win two out of three, that's good. Yeah. They, there's a potential there, though. Yes, there is. That's all right. Okay, then they have their bye week. Then coming back, week 10. Week 11. Home. Week 11. Week 10 is their bye week. Yeah, they're week nine first. No, week nine's a bye week. Week 10 no, is week their bye week. week 10's a bye week. week. Week nine's the, the game. All right, so week nine at home against the Bears. Loss. Yeah, I'm with Sean. That's a loss. Yeah, revenge game. That's a loss. I'm going to say that's a loss. We're all on a loss there. Okay, then uh, you have the bye week, and then week 11, you're home, 425 p.m., the Patriots. I got a, I got a win. Win. Loss. They're going to beat the Patriots coming out of the bye. At home, yeah, they, beat, they beat the Patriots. They the Patriots. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. Week 12, at home, Sunday night, Seahawks. I got a loss. Win. Seahawks suck. Their team's going to suck. Although Russell Wilson. Yeah. I got to win. Russell Wilson signs that major contract, becomes the top quarterback. That cripples their team. Cripples their team. Okay. Yeah, that that hurts. I agree. Week 13, 1 o'clock Sunday at Dolphins. That's a win. That's a win. That's That's an Eagles home game. Yeah. In Miami. I'm calling that a loss. Mike. Who's the quarterback? Win. Who's their quarterback? I don't know. Yeah. But for whatever, it just seems like one of them games they should a, win. That's that a they home don't. game, man. Just seems like one of them games they should win that they lose. Week 14. Giants, Monday night. That's a win. Home or away? Home. Win. 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 All this. Week 15. Sunday, 1 o'clock, at Redskins. Loss. 
Yeah, I'm with Mike on that one. Yeah, I say too. loss. I think you split against the Redskins. Not that the Redskins are any good this year. No, uh, no Alex Smith this year, right? But they're they're not going to sweep the Redskins. They they always play. They, they always, always have struggle against problems. the Redskins. Yeah. You hear that trade? Yeah. Week 16, Sunday, 425. Cowboys at home. This quenches win. the division. That's a win. They win. I think they sweep the Cowboys and split against the Redskins. They sweep the Cowboys and the Giants. And I think they split against the Giants. I think they lose week 17. I the got Giants. them losing there. Yeah, I lose. I, I, I had them losing the list. Like, yeah. Win. Win against the Cowboys. I think I have 11 5. Okay. Week 17, Sunday, 1 o'clock, at Giants. Yeah, loss. Win. Win. Sean, you got him a loss. Yeah. Gary, you got him a win. Mike? Win. Win. I'm calling that a win just because the Cowboys are terrible. Okay. So, Sean's got him 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Sean's got him 11 and 5. I got him 1, 2, 3, 4. 12 and 4? Put your fucking shoes back on. Shit, I got them nine and seven. Nine and seven? Yep. Mike, you got them one, two, three, four, five, six. Mike's got them ten and six. That's about right. I thought I was being conservative with 11 Gary's and Gary's got them <laughs> one, two, three. Gary's got them 12 and four. All right, all right. I think 11 and 5 is a record, dude. I think they're going 11 and 5. Too. I mean, we're going to go over this again. This is just a oh, first yeah, glance. Pre- so check this out. I don't. Th- I mean, I got them 9 and 7 here. I, I think yeah, they like finished better. The schedule came out two years or two days ago. Right. We don't fucking we, know. I haven't had a chance to really look at it. So we had him on the show. Uh, Jimmy Kemsky tweeted out the Eagles have to face three teams the Jets, the Patriots, and the Seahawks all coming off their bye week. They have a Thursday road game for the fifth time in six years. And they have three consecutive weeks in which they have to play a team on the road. The trifecta of bad scheduling. That's from Jimmy Kemsky. Funny, they have three, three, uh, three games at home in a row. They travel one time in a plane in the last eight games. So That's also you true. You could also look at yep. it a different way, can't That's you? That's true. I mean, that is true. But that, I mean, one, two, three... Four, five, six. So the, the the first eight games, the last right. eight one, games, two, they have one game three, that they have to fly four, a plane. Five. I mean, there's a lot of travel in, the, in their first eight. Games. Right, and then there's there's one in their last eight. Right, right. so it does kind of. Did you hear? Out. Did you hear why there's three road games? Because the, the Phillies, Phillies might be playing. In Which is, I didn't well, realize. I didn't realize that the Phillies and the Eagles played in the same fucking building. Exactly. That's bullshit. That happened before. I, I, the day after my uh, my wedding. The, uh, yeah. No, yeah. no, it wasn't. I'm lying. It wasn't that year. But there, there was, was another year. We were, play, we were playing the Yankees, and the Eagles were playing the Giants the same 09. day. That was 09. Yeah. Yeah, it was way before my wedding. Yeah. Uh, they were playing the same day. So there was the back and forth. Like, but even that, like, it seems like the Eagles get three straight road games every fucking year. Yeah, but they get three straight home games, too, It doesn't year. matter, dude. Like, you should, number one, you should never play three straight home or away. Right. I, I understand that, but, I mean, it, it it evens out. It does even out, but, like, you should never. The NFL schedule, like, 
It, like, it should they never should, work they out should do that a better, way. They, they should do a better job of not having that happen. Yeah. I get it. Like, I understand two straight road games. You should never have three straight. And the one year, we had three straight division road games. Right, right, right. Like, it should never happen. Yeah, but you should never have three straight home games either. No, My, I agree. I had a couple SSCSs, the Patriots. Not that it's their fault because the NFL schedule makers, they pit the schedule well ahead. Right. The Patriots' schedule is fucking ridiculously easy. Is it really? Oh, it's ridiculously easy. They don't go west of the Mississippi until like week 12. No, it really? helps. It helps oh, yeah. that it helps that both them and the NFC East play each other. Yeah. So they're playing. Right. Local proximity in the you know the American, right? So, am I allowed to see us going to be the Kate Smith thing? But we're going to let that one alone. Okay, yeah. We'll we'll bring it up. Yeah, we'll never. No, we'll never never go around this show. Um, calling someone a half shirt wearing. And and how about? Yeah, that was good. Uh, Gronk dents the Lombardi Trophy. I know we weren't supposed to talk about this. Ah, yeah, he he did. He he bunted. The ball, bunted a pitch, and dented a Lombardi trophy. It's such a grand pro thing to do. Yeah, what I think an it's idiot. fucking hysterical. Such an idiot. Good thing it's retired. hysterical. Fucking moron. <laughs> I didn't think that was good either. He sounds like Dave right now. I yelled at both of you. You're both wrong. It's the way I phrase it. Pick your it. mic up. It's yeah. already on the floor. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah, Gary's trying to talk. He's got the I know. <laughs> we'll see you guys next never, Friday. It never fails. Anniversary show. Yo, next Bruin. Friday. Come out, motherfuckers. Yes, absolutely. Come on, 51 Buck Road. 51 Buck Road, Huntington Valley. Quinnipaw Sports Anniversary Show. Jason Martinez coming out to hang out with us. All of us will be there. We'll sign your, we'll sign your tits. Yeah, we will. Even if it Oh, wow. Jesus. Penis.